Welcome to the show. I'm Riley. I'm David. And I'm Luke. <gasps> Luke! Whoa! <laughs> what? It's me! And today we're discussing Luke's favorite movie ever. Maybe. He'll let you know. The 1995 <laughs> counterculture classic, Hackers. We'll laugh, we'll argue, we might get a little too into it, but at the end of the day, they're just movies. We're hacking the spoiler alert mainframe. <laughs> <laughs> Hack the spoilers! Um, next week we're doing The Master by PTA, Paul Thomas Anderson. Very exciting. But this week, it's all about those hacky, hacky, hacky sack goodness. David, what'd you think of the movie? This is the hardest I've ever worked <laughs> on a on a slogan. Prepare oh, yourself. No. Oh no! <laughs> Hackers is a mess in the same way I used to make a mess, taking the toppings off my pizza and turning them into mini sandwiches between two pepperonis in the second grade. Wait, <laughs> I'm lost. Sorry, what? Uh, and without any purpose for the first two thirds of this slogan. Oh wow! It's what? the third act of this capsule review. I guess there's a point again. <laughs> I love pepperoni sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, negative six out of ten. Whoa! So if you guys don't know or you don't remember, negative means we're into the so bad it's good. So I enjoyed it like a six, and this is definitely a so bad oh, it's good kind of movie. I didn't even think about that. That's good. Yes. I, yeah. I don't know if I would. I, I mean, that, rating, that, that's good that that like rating this. system works for you. I don't think I can do it. I think for me, it's just still a regular ten scale. But it's hard because then, like, there's movies that I enjoy watching, even though they're absolute trash. And I don't want to give them a, an enjoyable score. See, I didn't, for me, well, that's spoilers. Should I go first or Luke? I think Luke goes. Luke, yeah. Take Luke, his, what I do you think? Go. I can go. Uh, so I wrote this on the spot, right, right when we were sitting here, to be completely honest. <laughs> that's the best. Uh, but I wrote it, uh, Hackers is a polarizing, fantastical joyride that, if taken seriously, is raw garbage. But when approached <laughs> from the neon-colored, whimsical perspective of the 90s can be quite fun. Unfortunately, however... However, it aged like a full dinner table. Some parts of it are of fine wine, while others are rotten tomatoes. Oh, nice. wow. I like that. Who do you? You're a developer? <laughs> you should be a writer. That was beautiful. What's the score? Ah, the score. Uh, based on this new, I've, I don't, I'm not used to scoring things, but mm. based on the new scale, which I like, um, I mentioned this before the show. I haven't watched the movie in 10 years, roughly. Uh, I would probably, I, if you asked me two weeks ago, I probably would be like, it's a 10, bro. <laughs> um, now I'm probably going to say a, like a negative, maybe an eight. Sure. Negative eight. Because it is definitely eight. in the so bad oh, side yeah. of thing. A hundred percent. And there's some things that I have to take points off for. No. And I think it's one of those movies where, like, I there's no I would never like encourage my mom dad to watch this movie. <laughs> so like I, I but but I don't want to hold that against it for sure because for the right people I think it'll hit really well. I was shaken at how many things in this movie are genuinely clever and good, mm. and I was I thought everything was gonna be trash, you know, like Super Mario Bros. level bad. But I was like, oh, that's kind of clever, right, Riley? Right. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. And my slogan is, for a film starring a character called Zero Cool, yeah. Hackers <laughs> Hackers actually has a hell of a lot of cool. Pretty bad movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it a four out of ten. So my slogan, my, my rating system is a five is like I don't feel any type of way about it. It wasn't really good. It wasn't really bad. I just, anyway, there was a movie that happened. So this one was like, it's four because overall, I can't really say that I enjoyed it too much. Yeah. But there is enough there that for me to be like, okay, there's some stuff to think about. There's some stuff to kind of like, you know, stew on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, four out of ten, I'd say. Not not sure. not on the like plus side of the enjoyment scale. 
I, I'll admit, I put it on pretty early, like 6 p.m. on Sunday, and it put me to sleep. And I had to finish it the yeah. next morning. I think <laughs> it's big... not that it's that's not necessarily indicative of it being bad. It's just right. like so bad it's good that I get overwhelmed and then my brain shuts down. And yeah. there's, there's a lot going on. There's, there's so much, so much yeah. to yeah. talk about yeah. after these messages from our sponsors. Podcast is brought to you by Secret Lab. Secret Lab chairs are designed to keep you comfortable for those long hours of work and play. Their Titan Evo 2022 series chair offers four-way lumbar support, comes with a magnetic memory foam head pillow, like, wait, like this one, <laughs> and is offered in different upholsteries like hybrid leatherette, soft weave fabric, and Nappa leather, the official leather of... Hackers in the 1990s. Yep. Best of all, a five-year extended warranty is included along with a 49-day return policy, so you're covered if anything goes wrong. Learn more about Secret Lab at lmg.gg slash secretlabtjm. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is designed to keep your family jewels safe with their ceramic blades featuring skin-safe tech to reduce nicks and cuts. Leave the cables at home with its new wireless charging system that is compatible with most Qi charging pads if they haven't been hacked by hackers. It's cordless, waterproof, and gets 90 minutes of use on a full charge. Head to manscaped.com TJM20 and get 20% off and free shipping today. Lastly, thanks to Storyblocks for sponsoring today's show. Ever needed a quick clip for a video but didn't have the capacity to make it yourself? Storyblocks helps you bring your stories to life without sacrifice due to time, budget, or resource. There are over 1 million royalty-free assets for you to choose from, including 4K slash HD footage, Adobe templates, music, images, and a wide array of diverse and inclusive content, including heavily makeuped Asian people with their own TV show. <laughs> that are hackers. <laughs> there are subscriptions right. for every budget so you can choose the plan that works for you. It's a reference to the movie. From their unlimited all-access plan that gives you unlimited video and audio downloads to enterprise licensing so your entire company has access to assets as you need them. We use Storyblocks here uh, at LMG as we don't always have time to go out and shoot the perfect B-roll footage, so take your videos to the next level by checking out Storyblocks today at storyblocks.com TJM. Yeah. Why don't I let you... Let's just get the synopsis out of the way and then we can really get into the meat honestly here. if you can tell me what this movie is about that would be a miracle <laughs> in 1990 1988 11 year old dade murphy aka zero cool is convicted of crashing <laughs> 1507 computers and is banned from using computers or touchstone telephones until his 18th birthday when the day arrives he promptly hacks a new york tv station but is kicked out by the hacker known as acid burn when Byrne asks, Dade calls himself Crash Override. At school, Dade befriends fellow hackers Freak, Serial Killer, like Fruit Loops, Lord Nikon, and Joey, and begins an adversarial relationship with hot, edgy girl Kate Libby. To prove his skills, Joey, Joey hacks into the Gibson, an Ellingson Mineral Corporation supercomputer, and is able to download a garbage file, not realizing it contains a worm inserted by former hacker Eugene The Plague, Belford, now Ellingson's head of cybersecurity. Plague enlists the Secret Service and has Joey arrested, but he hides the disc containing the garbage file. Meanwhile, Dade discovers that Kate is acid burn, and the two begin a hacking competition to harass Agent Richard Gill, who arrested Joey. When Joey's released on bail, he gives the disc to Freak, who gets the disc to Kate, who asks Dade to copy it just in case, and he does, <laughs> but then gives the copy to Plague, 
when he threatens to have Dade's mom locked up on false charges. Stay with me here. <laughs> the hacker kids figure out that Plague's Worm is designed to steal $25 million from Ellingson using a separate Da Vinci virus to capsize oil tankers as a distraction, and that they're all about to be arrested to take the fall for Plague. So they ask elite hackers Razor and Blade to help, and they enlist hackers from all over the world to help hack the Gibson. Plague's defenses are eventually overwhelmed, and the full garbage file is downloaded before Dade and company are arrested. But Serial Killer gets the file, and Razor and Blade broadcast him, revealing Plague's plot on TV. Plague is arrested while trying to flee to Japan, and with their names cleared, Dade and Kate begin a relationship in a swimming pool in full clothing. I, it's hard to swim. Honestly, even just you <laughs> describing it, I had a problem like comprehending. This was maybe one of the harder synopses to write. Yeah. Because I'm just like, wait a second. <laughs> Large portions of this plot have like almost nothing to do with the protagonist. Yes. Like it's like we follow Dade throughout the movie, but there are huge portions of the movie where it's just like. Okay, we're just gonna go over here for a while well, now. And just he's like, not active until the third act, and it's like, okay, we gotta stop him. And like, but that's like an hour and ten minutes into this fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, and then like his relationship with Kate is like sort of central, but not at all. Nope. It's like, ah, uh, man, just that, a plot device to show more hacking. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that was the main reason. If the plot was a little tighter, because I enjoyed a lot of the elements. There's a lot of this issues movie. with the plot. Yeah, but I enjoyed a lot of it, and I think that the thing that kind of made me like start to lose interest and fall asleep around the halfway two-thirds mark was just this just to go and off the rails just yes. like like your slogan was perfect yes because just like, I, well, I, I like pepperoni sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> well and that's the thing i think when the movie is kind of coming together i really enjoy it like when everyone's working together to hack the gibson and like they're they have a clear objective and it's like people are different have different tasks and like there's ideas and purpose and like forward momentum i think this movie's fucking awesome and yeah. it's a good time but there's a whole hour where like no one is active except the villain kind of doing something in the background that we don't know right. what it is. Some kid hacks accidentally, gets the thing, and then people are going after them, but like not really. The, the, somehow the corporation has enlisted the Secret Service. But let's let's <laughs> let's go back to like why we're covering this movie at all. Obviously, it's sort of a cult classic. Luke uh, suggested yeah. we do this. Why do you love this movie so much? Why does it hold this special place? Uh, there's there's a lot of references and things that are that are a little bit more like it's it's there's a lot of references and things that are that are actually quite based in reality that mm. are wrapped in this just like whatever the heck is even happening right thing i don't even know how else to describe it <laughs> like like the that club that they go to yeah why are they in high school that, that's one of the problems it's like yeah. they don't look like high schoolers they don't act like high schoolers no. they're going to clubs yeah. they're doing all this type of stuff that like would make way more sense if they were in university. For sure. Yeah. And that would change nothing. Right. Like they should just be in university. You can still have, I like, I know that part of the deal was that, okay, he's this 11 year old kid who got convicted because at that time it was like, oh my gosh. They should have just made a sentence longer. Cause like there's, there's the scene <laughs> yeah. where, uh, Angeline Jolie, I don't remember her character in the Kate, movie. Kate, where Kate has to go get the disc from the like boys bathroom. Yeah. in the high school mm -hmm. and all the dudes in there are like clearly mid 20s. Yeah. Like it's it's not like I, <laughs> But that's I, normal for a high school yeah. movie or high school thing but there, like There's there's a lot of things like uh like serial killer his name. Yeah. Even though he's not the the guy that's into freaking, that's freak, which is a little on the nose. Do you know what yeah. freaking is? No. So freaking is like phone hacking. Oh. So when when he like plays the cassette into the phone, 
Yeah, that was actually yeah. a thing. Oh. Right. So you would play like long distance dial tones into a phone and then it would connect to you. That's cool. Right. Um, and like when he like hangs up a million times to get to the operator and like all these other type of things, those were all actual freaking tactics. That's cool. Mm. Uh, there's there's the where I think serial killer comes from, even though it's not the guy who's a freaker, is John Draper, who was known as Captain Crunch. Oh, that's fun. So uh, and a lot of these like names yeah. are Wait, totally a thing. Huh. Don Draper? John John oh, okay. Draper. John <laughs> Grand, Draper. Grandson of Don. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what? yeah, he was he was known as Captain Crunch because he used to play this toy that came in Captain Crunch cereal into huh. a phone. Which oh. would hit the right tone oh. to to get you to. That's really cool. See, that's cool. And he used to sell that stuff out of like the back of his car, and he he used to run a radio station. He was yeah. this crazy hippie guy, and like all this See, crazy. The, I was, the, the I, was meta- so, I was so excited to have you on this podcast because I as watch as I was watching this movie, I'm like, okay, normally in movies they don't get hacking right. It's not really based on reality. It's just like a bunch of typing well, on a computer. I'm in the system. Um, I mean, there's some of that in this. Oh, for sure. (laughs) I like that they don't even remotely try, though. Because uh, there's a few movies where they do it actually, like, really well. Like, the most recent Tron, before they're in the system. When there's the... I believe so. Yeah. yeah. When they're just sitting in the boardroom, Mm -hmm. and something happens to the, the, like, CEO guy's computer, and the guy fixes it. That's all actual code. Oh, that's cool. And it's, like, actually pretty sweet. Oh, really? But... It's very, it's very minimal. The only reason why you know that is because people like froze the frame yeah, and like yeah. looked into it, which is the right way to do it because it's so boring. <laughs> yes. If you actually show, <laughs> so showing like spaceships flying between towers and it's like, yeah, great because showing the actual thing is, is it doesn't work this way. People don't speed type and yeah. get into the good well, stuff. I like that they went so bombastic with it where it'll be like a yes. close up of eyes and then it'll be like a TV yeah. screen of like a, a spaceship crashing yeah. and then it'll be like. <laughs> Like yeah. miniature cities made of PCBs and like yeah, this yeah. weird glass tower thing. Like I like all that stuff. It's a little nonsensical, but it's uh, it's always enjoyable. Yeah. So and then, and then there's there's more stuff as well. Like when when the two cops are they're complaining because they're like, what we have to do? Like we have to watch this kid. Like oh, this yeah. is super yeah, boring. Yeah. And then the one guy starts reading the the. Um, let me go like the news into, article on one second. Uh, this is our world now, the world of the electron. And oh, the, the manifesto. That's a thing. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> that wasn't just like made up for the movie. That was written by uh, a, a guy that goes by the term. This is where the names come from. A guy that goes by the term or the name, the mentor. The oh. mentor. I love um, the handles. And it's yeah. it's his actual name is Lloyd Lloyd Blackenship. Um, and <laughs> man, I'm so jealous of people in the '90s who could have good handles without like. Having to be no one weird else has been unique. called the yeah. mentor before. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have you try to go on Twitch and make the mentor the big haha? I think that's yeah. what, honestly <laughs> that, day one. Yeah. That really struck me because yeah, we're in a we're in an era now where you have to like add a bunch of weird stuff to your name in order to be unique. But like yeah, they can choose like the wizard, you know, <laughs> tall man. <laughs> Just like, that tall one man. might be Hill. <laughs> But yeah, there's 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 parts of the manifesto that I think are really cool too. That they didn't they they went over slightly, but they didn't fully go over. No. Um, I don't necessarily think I need to read the whole thing here, but no. um, there's there's things like that where they like they trickled in stuff that was like actually pretty legit. Yeah. Um, so it's it's enjoyable to see those things come up. Um, you never really expect that you're going to hear like an actual part and like more the cool part of the yeah. hacker's manifesto in a movie and then it happens and right. it's like oh that's pretty sweet but like I, there is the juxtaposition of like that kind of stuff pew, pew, pew. 
and and they like are literally they're they're supposed to be hacking right now they're like i'm going in and they show the computer screen yeah. and it's like a 3d like game basically of like towers and stuff we're like oh i'm going past the server like okay yeah because yeah. i think again i think if they showed the actuality of it it would end up being really boring right um, i wish there was like a hard cut where they were like doing all like, the crazy stuff and hard cuts to like two nerds just like typing yeah <laughs> like, but honestly <laughs> i would i actually would like because we've seen this so many times now i mean like i'm sure at, at in 1995 this was this was sort of groundbreaking in like the how sense many that, like how many making... people were even online in 1995 i bet i, I bet you it was like no one um, i heard that i heard that during <laughs> the production process of this movie technology advanced such that when the movie actually came out they were like whoa that's got like a 56k modem or, or something no not even it not was like even 26 that. they said yeah something. they said something some something spec like, yeah and they were like yeah we've actually had something faster than that for like two years already but that one i i, I read because i can't remember what it was 28.8 or 28.6 or something bytes and it's like we're at they were at kilobytes at that point so, like something so i think it's just like a totally i might be wrong but i was like that seems way i looked it up and i was like oh we were way past that we need, before before we they need even to let, we need to let Luke basically talk this entire yeah, episode because I have no idea what's a is that am I is a B A U D what's oh, that it's, it's like a measurement of uh, of data transmission oh okay no. uh, let me let me make sure I say this correctly yeah Bot. a variable unit of data transmission speed yeah such as such one as one bit, bit per, per second. second oh yeah. okay so there are various types of bots. so like like oh, I have seven hundred and fifty megabit per second internet the that is like a oh that's oh. a bod yeah oh that's weird Papa. no one ever says it <laughs> yeah yeah like, <laughs> I will, it doesn't matter because i think they said it in the movie at they some do. point yeah oh, okay. well it's part of the hacker's manifesto oh okay gotcha the beauty of the bod the oh man i mean they must have been so happy when they found that term in like some lexicon they're like <laughs> nice we can definitely <laughs> drop that one. Yeah. let's go <laughs> let's go <laughs> Luke, yeah. did you did you do any did you do any hacking did you hack things i i had a i had a little handle i had a little name ah I'm not saying it. What? You don't get to know. Why not? It's all secret, dude. They're going to get you? They'll find some forum <laughs> post that'll be really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that's more likely it. Yeah, yeah. The guy from The Wire is going to show up and Heck yeah. take you down? But he'll be 10 years younger than even in Hackers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He act this Something system. liability, something, something. I will say this movie can't be accused of not working hard. It, it, they try. They're, mm. They doesn't feel like they're cutting corners uh, in, like a, yeah. in a shitty way where you're like, oh man, people really didn't believe in this movie. It looks like they really believed in what they were doing. They just yeah. kind of got it wrong. I think they, like all that stuff you're talking about, about like the real world tie-ins, I think they kind of missed tying that in. And even like the manifesto, they they touch on it, but they, they don't give the hackers like purpose. Like it'd be mm. cool if they were like, they start off as kind of being selfish and they, they learn like their uh. superpower is like they can help people and do stuff. And like, I don't know, I don't want it to be an anonymous movie, but like they have to take down someone for moral reasons not yeah. just self-defense to prevent themselves from going to jail a lot of a lot of old school hacker stuff which they they do bring up but i think you're still right on uh because they should have hammered it home a little harder is is data freedom and and freedom mm. of access to essentially all data and that that is brought up by the the um serial killer character yep. uh a, f a few times he's he is more he's better at representing i think i think him uh, uh, Nikon and Freak are are which are more the supporting characters. Yeah, are actually better at representing interesting what they want 
than the main characters are. Yeah. yeah the know. main characters are too like, oh, whatever, ro- romance, whatever thing. Yeah. And then the the supporting characters are like, oh, we we should be able to call across the world for much cheaper. There's there's one point in there where where Razor and Blade are talking about like, hey, we should be able to make international calls much cheaper than we do. And they show people some freaking tactics. Yeah. Because they're like, we're just getting hosed by these like massive <clears throat> mega yeah, corporations. Like right. No longer people actually making connections. It's just yeah. a computer that speaks to another so computer. So it shouldn't cost so much, whatever. Yeah. That is part of the goal freedom of uh, access to data which is brought up by uh, serial killer a few times is a big part of the goal these are all like very old school very big tenets of what hackers were trying to represent Mm -hmm. was we should be able to access data much more freely and much more easily and things like connecting to others around the world shouldn't cost so much yeah i think that's uh, honestly i was like looking for something in this movie for me to kind of like latch on to because i i appreciate when there's that sort of like deeper message or whatever uh and i was like this movie is really rough the plot is is hard to follow the care the i don't care about the main character that much but the the broader uh environment that it's like describing and the the vibe and the the like this this world that these other hackers like ap- apparently want to create i thought that was really interesting i mean just recently i think uh, a day before uh, a couple days before we shot this episode uh, somebody hacked the John Deere system. Did you hear about that? Cool. And I'm like, okay, so this is actually really interesting because it was like, I was thinking about that as I was watching the movie. And so you're right that like some of that stuff is in the movie, but it's really in the background. Yes. And I is. wish that yeah. it was a bit more because that is such an interesting idea that like hacking returns power to the consumer mm-hmm. in a world of like yeah. planned obsolescence and, and corporate gatekeeping yeah and they're like okay we hold the reins and the only way that we're actually going to do the moral thing is if the people have the power to to hold us back or like to to restrict us in a little bit by by you know breaking the rules a little you know to a certain extent because i think that well yeah there are black hat and white hat hackers i guess but that's i never i a lot of other colors i never really sure yeah and i never really (laughs) thought about hacking as like this like social movement thing there there is a lot of that and that's a lot of the origins of it too yeah and they and like i said they do bring it up but i think you are totally right they don't they don't bring it up enough mm-hmm. and it's it should be more of the main characters things instead of mostly just the supporting the characters well i think that the movie focuses on the wrong people cuz i think the yeah. three supporting characters are way more well defined totally. they're yeah. so much more interesting yeah. they're way more likable too like zero burn or zero cool. zero cool. Yeah, he's so bland. Like if you if you did that exercise where you're like, okay, close your eyes without describing his appearance or what he does. Like, what's his character? You'd be he? like, cringe. Yeah, he, li- yeah, cringe. he likes his mom. <laughs> he honestly seemed like kind of a dick most of the time. Yeah, totally. like yeah. he he obviously as an 11 year old kid, he's a rebel and he did this and the only. But then he's like, you know, trying to he's living with his mom. His mom's a single working mother. And he's just like, screw you. You don't have a lawn, mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah, the only thing he does in this movie that I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, is when they when they prank him with the the fake pool thing, and he's in the hallway Makes and he sets the, sp- the sprinkler, and he's like, oh, I think there's a leak in the pool, bitch. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's that's actually kind of. <laughs> but slick. actually, that, I was like, because he was doing this whole like revenge arc, and I was like, she didn't even really. Like the is other she, guy mentioned it, she well, wasn't gonna send him up there. I feel like that was a weird writing thing where. Probably was originally her saying it, and then the writer's like, oh, it makes her kind of too bitchy, yeah, like too yeah. mean. And then they rewrote it, but it makes it like There's she's a few kind of, of a victim. There's a few of those. Like, I, I feel like they set up this whole thing. There's, okay, so my biggest 
there's two reasons why I notched it down. Mm-hmm. I did one point for each. One of them is things that just really didn't age well. <laughs> the other one is is the story stuff. Like he should have lost. And I I know they they threw in the the she even mentions she's like why did they decide that you won. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, oh, they wanted us to be able to go on a date because yeah. they thought this would be the only way that I would get one, which is kind of funny, except that partway through the whole competition, she's like, if I win, you wear a dress too. So yeah. she wants the date as well. Yeah. And he should have lost when he uh, like backed out of the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And yes, he came back in. Okay. So that should have been a redemption arc. So he isn't like excommunicated. Yeah. That shouldn't have made him win. Yeah. I think that's, a, that's another big reason he why he feels so bland is because... He's literally. I think he's sort of supposed to be like a blank slate that people that the the viewer can impress themselves yeah. upon. And so, if you have him lose, that doesn't feel good for the viewer. So, like they, like if this was a modern movie, he'd probably lose. But because this is in 1995, they were like, of course the guy wins and gets the girl. Yeah. Like of course we have to do that. Yeah. I Even- feel like they were trying to get away <laughs> from some of that stuff. Like in the Hackers Manifesto, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. It's really you can long. only be so progressive but, in 1995 though. But. Part of it, part of the Hacker's Manifesto goes, uh, we exist without skin color, without nationality, without religious bias. Right. You call us criminals, you build atomic bombs, you wage wars, you murder, you cheat, you lie to us, you try to make us believe, blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm-hmm. But it's all about, like, all that matters is what you can do, mm-hmm. not who you are, where you're from, any of that right. type of stuff. so Star Trek. Which is, I think is really cool, and I've always, like, actually really liked that, and I think they tried to emulate that in the movie didn't quite well, get there. I'm wondering I'm wondering how much of the movie was like using that stuff sort of as window dressing or as aesthetic and how much the movie was trying to actually get that message across of like this is good. Like I wonder if they were I trying to they, be like okay. I think it might be both. Well, yeah, but then we have this like weird stuff where sort of like uh, existing gender uh, situations like the video are game, there's, I, there's one of my notes is pretty oh, like, good for a girl yeah, yeah, because weird. when the video game thing happens yeah there's a few points where it's like they stumble pretty hard and that's where I said like it didn't age well yeah because there's a few parts where it's like and it's like well yeah, that it looks was, like I'm on top yeah <laughs> the, yeah there's some parts where again I haven't watched it in a really long time watching again I was like oh that's rough and there, there's one that's but it's 1995 it's like that I, oh the one that I found kind of repulsive is I, I really like when the movie's using his kind of like uh, attention issues to flash like what he's thinking. So like he sees her for the first time, he like looks at her lips and then he gets a flash of like two people kissing in a movie or something. And I was like, okay, a little cheesy, but I like that visual. But then she pranks him and he comes back and it's a visual of him like of a man like strangling, strangling a woman. And I was like, oh, this is repulsive. And yeah, like yeah. this is like, is too much. like way too much and yeah. kind of un- yeah, wait, uncomfortable. Wait, yeah. who was strangling? What? A woman strangling a woman? No, yeah. it, was, it was a man strangling a woman. Or like it was like a visual of like a woman being strangled because he was mad at her. And there I get certain, the purpose. But yeah, so, so just reiterate what he already oh, man, said. I think, yeah, that but was there's, super he fast. has like mental. It, it shows like dreams. what he's thinking. Yeah. And it, it, it uses movie clips. And when he first sees, oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The cutaways. I had a whole, yeah. I had a whole note about this Tell because me. I was like, this is so strange. It was like pre, not pre-internet, but it's sort of like pre, like reaction gifs, yeah. sort of like uh, vibe where in, we're gonna use this like cutaways to other media to to tell a story or to like get get yeah. across an emotional situation. And that's that's exactly one of those moments where like 
I didn't think that was like repulsive. I think I it was know. just it like made me feel really but uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. But the yeah. whole but the whole point is to look. I'm not trying to defend this movie. The movie is <laughs> the movie is cringe as hell. Okay, You're I'm, just, the worst I'm just saying that it didn't bother me so much because it's not like in that moment it was saying that he wants to like throttle her and kill her. I think it was just kind of like. Oh, you made me so mad right now, and it's gonna cut away to like. I think there's other ways to do that. Sure, it could have shown like someone smashing things or something, just not a person. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like an inanimate object. I feel like you have to you have to uh, evaluate the movie for the time in which it came out. Yeah, and and like yeah, if this was a modern movie and they did that, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But it's 1995. I think that's fair. I'm not gonna hold it like particularly against the movie, but I also think it's a missed opportunity. They set up this motif. Of he's like like you said like the the gifs of what he's thinking and then they kind of just like drop it yeah they, it's they, only they right. don't do it yeah, later it doesn't yeah. go throughout the whole they could have done some cool things where even maybe like that's part of his growth that he he can only relate to people through like media like that's yeah. how he thinks but then as he's growing and connecting with people he doesn't need to rely on that as Cause, much because there's another weird subplot which is the whole antisocial thing oh yeah um, which is actually I I think quite interesting mm-hmm. that's another thing where it comes from a supporting character that comes from uh, <laughs> serial killer again he mentions multiple times that an action is antisocial mm. yeah um, and I I find that very interesting watching it again that was an intriguing part of it for me yeah um, what do you mean it's 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 just i mean hackers are very often seen as antisocial creatures right um but in this movie they are not portrayed that way yes. and yeah. when, when he's talking about they're the about, coolest kids yep sort of i'm like they're where are the hackers cool being bu- i mean because there's being. the motorcycle guy who's yep. like cooler than they are yeah but oh, is yeah. He, he i don't he's not a hacker no. i guess no he's just a man's life. i thought that that cool hangout they went to with a giant video game screen and stuff was like a hacker den yeah. Okay. Shout out to but that place, he, though. I want place that to go was there. Shit. So yeah. rollerblade yeah. ramps yeah. anytime. Yes. So, so cool. <laughs> I miss rollerblading. But he was there also. But I, maybe he was. Maybe it was he a was hacker just there place of her. Yeah, and he was just in because is of it yeah. just like an underage club? Like I didn't understand what that place was. I, yeah, I, I think didn't it's see supposed it. to be like a Palladium style. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. I wish they looked like that. Yeah. <laughs> was it like I I I got the feeling that it was sort of like an underground thing. Like it wasn't like. There's a guy, you know, running the business, yeah. and he's like legit, and he's got a license and everything. Yeah. I think I thought it was more like it's this like warehouse that a bunch of people found and converted into this cool hangout. But like that's all me just putting stuff yeah. over there. Like I think that that's they don't probably, really explain because yeah. I was like, it doesn't make sense for high schoolers to be able to get into like a club. Yeah, this is cooler than any Palladium I've been to. <laughs> it was shot in a pool, so was it? Yeah, and oh, apparently cool. it was like a heritage building, so they had to be like really careful not to damage it um, mm, while so. they're rollerblading around. Yeah. yeah. But we did get a little bit of the hackers being bullied. But for the most part, I think the thing, one of the things that struck me was that I was like, this is, this is like, we are making these hackers seem so cool. And well, they, yeah. they were definitely still being shoved in lockers in the 90s. Like, this is not, this is pre like geekery and nerdery being cool. Like, now it's cool. Like, it's, it's a valid subculture and it's recognized. And it's like, if you're a nerd, that's fine, you know? But back then, I think if you were a nerd, to be fair, I think bullied. Zero Cool should have been shoved in a locker for wearing a PFD. Like, he was wearing a fucking life jacket <laughs> a couple guy times. This down, the yeah. fashion. So sick. The I think fashion. there's amazing, I think there's really cool fashion. Like, when they go to the second party at uh, Angelina Jolie's place, there's people that are dressed in clothes. I'm like, today that's actually really cool. Like, there yeah. was one dude who's wearing a jean jacket, one earring, and he's like, kind of like. With the like, round glasses? Yeah, and I was like, that looks like a 2022 yeah, outfit. Yeah. Like, that's I cool. saw that guy too, and I was like, that could literally be yeah. a that, guy today. Wasn't that Nikon? 
No, no, no. We're talking about. I think. I is think the shot I'm talking about is the DJing guy, right? No, 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 no. no, 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 no someone okay, else. I, I think I'm just thinking of a shot where it's like Dade passes by her in the hallway and she's like talking to someone and he's like leaning up against the yeah. wall. Yeah, okay. Or and he turns around and he's got like the round glasses, the the, the shaved head side, side of the head, everything. jean jacket. Yeah. I'm like, you literally look like a TikToker yeah. right now. Yeah. The the that whole scene, the party in her apartment yep. thing, has part of again the like storyline issues that I have. So the hacker's manifesto, again, I keep coming back to this. It's super cool. <laughs> There's the one cop guy who's fairly technical. Remember when they Is it Mark they, Anthony, like the the smaller I'm not gonna know his name, but he was the smaller guy. It's Jennifer Lor- Small Hispanic Jennifer Lopez's dude with glasses. Uh, ex husband. Okay. Anyways, uh, uh, <laughs> the guy who's like the the one cop is saying like, "Oh, these guys are terrorists or whatever," and he's like, "Well, I think it's kind of cool." Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's so Mark that's Anthony. the exact line that I'm actually referencing. Okay. So he was reading Hacker's Manifesto when he said, "I think it's kind of cool," and yeah. then he goes to that party and all this type of stuff, and then he just. <laughs> just forget about yeah. it. What? It's all about the other cop. It yeah. would have been so cool if he flipped sides. Yeah. Yeah. That like And honestly it seemed like they were going to it was building up to that. Yeah, because originally when they when they take the I I don't know if he ever actually got a name. Uh but the kid who's trying to prove himself who so he hacks into the Gibson. Joey. Oh, yeah. When the Joey. Yeah, well, but I don't I don't think handle, he got no. a handle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um Aww. when they take his computer he's like, "Oh, there's an uncorrupted hard drive." And then he has to explain to the the angry cop what that even means. Okay. And then he enjoys the hacker's manifesto. And then he goes to that party. It's never really explained like really why, why? he's there because Joey's not there. So like yeah. what I wish he flipped. It would have been so yeah. cool. See, but, like, I if thought... he bought them time or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, as soon as there's that montage with all the hackers around the world yeah, are working together. Just he, include him. Yeah. He, he comes in and he's going to stop them. And he's like, no, I'm here to help. And then, yeah. yeah, that would have been sick. Yeah. And it was like. It was also just kind of sleazy and weird because he was like in there dancing with high school girls. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a cop. Because again, they're high school. I if this was university, it would be yeah. so less well, weird. That's, that's why yeah. he disappeared. He got fired from the force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I no, will it's say, the 90s. I will say, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, of the parts that, one of the parts that... <laughs> One of the parts that did make me feel a little bit repulsed was the fact that, like, the Joey is in the shower. He's a high school boy. And the cops come and in. And the cops break in while he's butt. in the shower and then drag him out, like, yeah. naked. I'm like, this is child abuse? Like, Well, and it's weird, too. Like, I think it was unintentional. This would not happen? He's, like, he falls they forward trying butt. to grab him. He, like, grabs his crotch, like, to grab him. And it was like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? And then he falls naked and his butt's exposed. There it's is, just a weird, There is some weird sort of, like... Uh, unresolved sort of like uh, buried sexual things going on here like there's references like they, first of all we see Angelina's Jolie's boobs many times unnecessarily far too many times like there's one shower just like looking down on her at her desk and, and she's, she's wearing a see through shirt yeah. it's like for why so I, I warned you guys about the the that sort yeah. of Watching again, I was like, there is a lot more of this than I remember. I expect, but I expected a bit, like, because you were like, warning, there's a topless scene. And I was like, I thought there was one. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I also expected more of like, uh, oh, we're having a sex and she like pulls off her shirt or something. But yeah. it was like, it it's was like, like, they didn't, like almost incidental. Like, they didn't weird. draw attention to it, but it happened multiple times. Yeah. So I was like, okay, they're using any excuse they can to like get Shower a little nip movies. slip from Angelina yeah. Jolie here. I don't know. It was. It, it felt weird. It, it was, felt yeah. weird. Yeah. And it yeah. was unnecessary. Yeah. Although. And the <laughs> amount of the amount of dude butts because like there's there's the one too where uh, serial killer is is under the lady's desk and he's installing right. the sniffer and then oh, yeah. he comes out and then he's walking down the hall and his pants are just like actually completely down. Yeah. Why? Wow. Yeah. Like what are you doing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Oh, oh my god! I think one problem this movie has is it feels like they tried to fundamentally shift it in editing. Like there's some scenes that just end really weird. Like yeah. uh, like the early on, the the mom and and uh, Zero Cool are talking, and he's kind of being like, "I don't like New York," and she's like, I'm "Sorry, we had to move." He's like, "I love New York, the city that never sleeps." And it cuts, and it's just like a montage of New York, and it's like this weird like it was clearly the middle of the scene they had more to talk about and it's just yeah. a couple times they do that where it's like the conversation's not done or like it just like kind of instead of like finishing the scene they just kind of like stop talking for three seconds and everyone just stares at each other and it cuts to the next yeah scene. Like, i wonder i wonder yeah. how much of like the 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 sort of like unfocused vibe or like chaotic vibe of the movie comes from editing and mm-hmm. how much was like decided upon beforehand because another character that's sort of like just goes no like goes away and we're like what happened to him is freak freak yeah. freak gets arrested and then he's not there for the rest of the movie Isn't he there and when they celebrate when I, they like get when the when serial yeah. gives his uh is he in the car co- is he in, in the, the back? He's, yeah. he's in jail is he yeah like he come they come out of their cells or whatever and they wa- are watching the movie i thought so or the, the tv yeah i thought i thought okay so. i didn't i didn't see him but yeah, so his whole thing was he he he's kind of used as, a, as an inside guy because he called he freaks yeah so he, he gets to the operator to to get a phone call to someone that he's not supposed to yeah um when he's in the jail and then he gets he starts the plot that matters basically well sure but like okay so he gets the disc to kate but then after that i don't think he's in the movie and maybe like, like i didn't see him in that scene but like he, might, sure I, maybe, maybe he's wrong. there but I like i was just like because he was such a he was the first guy that yeah. Dade meets. Yeah. I thought that he was so like he was the most he was, the, he was, he was the most important. I thought hacker he was friend. in the hacking finale. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find this scene. No, but he wasn't I, at the payphones. He wasn't at the payphones. No. Okay. Then yeah, then I think he's still in jail. At the so then it was Dade. So then in the final scene, which has one of my favorite moments of the entire movie, which is very subtle, and I want to bring it up. Um, but uh, in the final scene, I'm pretty sure he's there celebrating with it's it's Dade. Are are zero cool. like in the Secret Service place? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zero cool, Nikon, and Freak. Okay, mostly. Oh, sure. and Acid Burn, all Acid, hanging yeah. out like celebrating while um, serial, serial killer. killers on yeah. TV. Yeah. So, okay. So that's in the cool. police station, Nikon is standing behind one of the computers, and it's it's fairly subtle because you're all focused on like, hey, there's a celebratory scene, yeah. but there's floppy disks sitting on top of the monitor, oh. and he grabs one and shows it down his pants. There's no there's no focus brought to it or anything, oh. but you see Nikon just sitting there like, yeah, 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 yoink, and it's like that is so sick because <laughs> they're literally hilarious. in the police station. That's they great. just got busted for this like massive thing. Yeah. You know they're gonna be set free, and he's like, I'm still I'm on my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so great. That's great. So good. They'll keep the Secret Service accountable. Yeah. What, uh, I, is that a thing the Secret Service do? Like, uh, I thought they were yeah, about protecting I mean, the to, president. To go into some of the history of some of these people that I brought up, uh, Lloyd Blackenship, also known as The Mentor, um, there's some pretty hilarious and, and epic things about this. Um, role-playing games. Black, this is just a, a, a part of Wikipedia. Role-playing games. Blackenship was hired by Steve Jackson Games in 1989. He authored cyberpunk role-playing game GURP Cyberpunk, the manuscript <laughs> of which was seized in a 1990 <laughs> raid of oh Steve gosh. Jackson Games headquarters by the U.S. Secret Service. Okay. Oh. A raid resulted in the subsequent legal case Steve Jackson Games, Inc. versus United States Secret Service. Their oh Secret my Service. Gosh. So a lot of the stuff that sounds like that's hilarious and obviously not real is like again actually somewhat based in like stuff that used to happen yeah huh. why um, that's so weird because yeah the secret service is supposed to be 
charged with conducting criminal investigations. Oh, I guess so. And protecting U.S. political leaders, their families, and visiting heads of state or government. Maybe That's what I thought. More, a lot maybe, of oh, sorry, God. a lot of OG hacking. They didn't know what to do with them. Yeah, I was going to say they'd that. arrest right. these people. They'd have no concept of what they do or what they did or what impact it had yeah. or anything. They'd just be like, ah, blah, blah. yeah, maybe they're like Secret Service is given a little more leniency of like kind of like being given executive orders so they can sort of create laws as they're going or they can enforce laws that don't exist yet. Um, um, yeah, so the, I thought it was interesting that they were like, you're under arrest under the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act of 1986. And I was like, oh, that's like a really specific thing to to bring up. But yeah, I guess yeah. that was kind of the first. That was the only thing. That was the only for thing? For a while. Yeah. As far as my understanding goes. Because like, again, like, let's talk about Captain Crunch for a second. You're, you're blowing into a, a kid's toy that comes in a cereal box in front of a phone. Right. It's like, that shouldn't be illegal. But... It is. What I do mean, you like, do with this person? Things become yeah. things become things illegal weird. when you find out that they can be used to yeah. circumvent mm-hmm. rules and stuff like yeah. that. So uh, I think we're like you know we're 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 dealing with this right now with like crypto scams and stuff where yeah. it's like okay, cryptocurrency originally it doesn't seem like there's anything illegal about it, but then as people use crypto in increasingly like nefarious ways, all right, I think we're gonna have to. We're going to have to craft specific legislation to deal with how people are using this new technology to abuse people in the same way that they used existing 100%. financial technology. So something that I liked as well, and I'm going to I'm going to offshoot here a little bit, but something I liked as well is like uh, zero cool when he's actually zero cool. Yeah. Um, is a is a little kid when he causes this massive crash. Right. And then they're not in high school kids and they're not in high school and no one else there is in high school and they don't do anything the high schoolers do. But the idea that they're high school kids actually does line up and make a lot of sense. When you when you look at, especially what, back then. What do you mean they're not high school? You mean the actors? They're, yeah. Everyone oh. in the show is like. Well, but that's, that's normal. But yeah, yeah continue. Uh, yeah. Continue. Um, especially back then, but even totally now, a lot of people that do these like big, really impactful things were kids. Mm-hmm. It, w- it was it was totally a thing. There, w- there and that's new. That there was new even at the is time. sort of a thing. I'm not encouraging anyone, uh, but there's <laughs> even sort of a thing where uh, in that space, some people perpetrate this idea of like you should k- do everything you can before you get to a certain age, oh. because then you can be held fully liable for it. Yep. As right. a, you can be tried as sense. an adult. So You're if you, if you, if you get your hands dirty, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah, uh, if, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. get your hands dirty before that point, you're you're likely to be better off. That it's like sense. that that is totally pushed forward. And a lot of this stuff is being highly inquisitive and being curious and, and pushing limits and stuff that that honestly, very young people are very good at. Yeah. Um, and that's what a lot of hacking is. It's finding zero days. And the idea of zero days, it's something that um, nobody else knows of. But like. I actually like that that was pushed forward. Yeah. Um, and th- there's a lot of things like Wait, that. Wait, you like that was, what was pushed forward? That they show that like it's, this isn't like, oh, you have to go get a university degree and all this mm. type of stuff. Like you you need to be p- probably relatively intelligent and be curious and and want to drive forward and, and all those types of things. Interesting. And want to like do more with what you have. And, I was almost you know, going to yeah. say something like the opposite. <laughs> Where it's like, this is uh, this type of thing is why I would say that uh, pushing kids out into the real world to like do crazy stuff may, might not be the best idea. 
Like, I think I that it's I don't good think to be... Any, I don't think, like, uh, first of all, I don't think very many uh, teens are watching 1995 Hackers. No. Um, but, <laughs> no, but I, I, I in general. I, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was... Maybe back then it was encouraging to some people. But no, sorry, yeah. I'm not really talking about the movie. I was just talking about in general. Like, I think that... Uh, oh, yeah, no, it's not a good idea. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, of course not. Okay. Especially not today. It's way harder to do any of this type of stuff. There's it. way more legislation on it. You get caught way faster. Yeah. Like, it's... it's it's uh, Yeah. Well, and I was always under the impression that, like, if you are hacking, you're actually, like, really hireable. Like, it's like, if, if you can hack a system, they'll be like... They'll either give you a bounty or they'll like want you on their system right. team because like I have I have friends who have gotten jobs <laughs> by like the the whole thing. I have multiple friends who have gotten jobs by breaking into a system and leaving a calling card. Mm. And just being like, <laughs> I touched nothing, but I got here. Yeah. yeah. If you, you want it fixed, let me know. Yeah. You got clout. Yeah. Yeah. And That's like they smart. have gotten high paying jobs and they're still working them. Yeah. And like that was totally a thing. It sort of still is. There's this case where, if I remember correctly, someone uh, hacked something to do with PlayStation. Okay. And I I know I, I'm fair. Oh, I'm saying this off the top of my head. I didn't prep this. I'm pretty sure there was communications before this happened, but they did this anyways for, for like show. Yeah. But Microsoft just rolled up to the courtroom. And just dropped like money, and they were like, "We will solve this for you now yeah. if you come work, work for, for us, us when this is over." And <laughs> Microsoft just rolled in with this like crazy legal team and just like took care of it. Yeah, yep. there is something like, and then uh, hired the guy, and like it's yeah. like that's that was totally a thing. There's something magical about that early phase of like computers and networks, yeah. and like people figuring out how like these new systems where it's like. The, the normal people in society just have... I mean, there's still things like this now where it's like normies just have no idea how computers work or, like, yeah. you know, how the systems work. But there are these, like, elite people who, like, are figuring out this new system as it's coming in. It's not like, this thing's been around for a long time, so I read up all on, on all the books. It's like people are figuring out stuff, and then it's spreading by word of mouth. And so you're part of this, like, social group, and you're like getting getting popular and stuff within that and like learning things well i think about you think about how much the technology was changing compared to now like now we're in such iterative states of technology like right computer yeah t- today versus five years in the future or five years in the past it's basically the same a little bit faster whereas yeah. like back then 1990 computer versus 1995 versus 2000 computer like yeah drastically different things like entirely different way to connect to the world even just the whole movie being based around dial-up yeah is is like <laughs> is like crazy i yeah, yeah. They like go to the pay phones and hook up their computers yeah, i love that <laughs> the, the modem clappers on all the pay phones is yeah, so yeah. cool oh, i man. another thing um about that that i think makes the movie kind of endearing for me is like when I first got into a, a lot of like computers in general and software development and stuff like that, it, I don't know how to term this properly because my brain wants to say it was so much easier, but at the same time, it, it was like so much harder in different mm-hmm. ways. It depends on how you want to look at it because getting into computers at all, uh, buying a computer, maintaining computers, using computers at all, like the baseline level of all those things was higher yeah way 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 more difficult mm. even just using the internet like oh now no one else in your family can use the phone because dial up like just certain things were just like so brutal right. and frustrating they show uh this is another scene that i really likes i think i don't remember if it was nikon or serial killer but they start whipping out all these books mm. 
And, yeah, serial and, killers bringing them out. And yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, and Data's like, "That's the red book." That's yeah, the and book. he starts naming all them. Those are legit books, by <laughs> the way. Um, I thought so. I was like, I think those those must be those are real things. Yeah. They're not really you know thing anymore, but they were a thing <laughs> back then. Um, but like back then you had to actually just go get these books to learn this stuff. Cause like, what else are you going to do? And yeah. they show in a lot of scenes where they're printing stuff out. It's like, oh, yeah, Cause yeah. your computer can't store that information. Cause yeah. Right. Cause so like data have... storage is paper to a certain yeah. degree. Right. So like uh, all this type of stuff was really interesting. And, and back then a lot of stuff was more viable because security was like so basically non-existent. Mm. So you could do so many things yeah. like the whole phone freaking thing. Like that type of stuff was viable for so long. Huh. Right. Because like as long as they install all this stuff and then it just works that way. They have to change the entire infrastructure to not be able to receive dial yeah. tones and stuff like it. Well, it did that did that work as long as payphones were around or did they like no was there a payphones are still well, it there was so an arms sense, race like with the, payphones because of the dis, the the speed at which information is spread like if if someone today figured out an equivalent thing where like oh if you put two phones together and you could like get free data by doing this it would be on tiktok and within like 12 yeah, hours yeah. millions of people would do it so every like infrastructure would have to be like no we're, we're gonna yeah. block this from happening back then it'd be like tens that 10,000 well, people around the world no. yeah. that's sort of the magical aspect is that like the internet is is a fledgling thing it's kind of starting to get out there but most people don't use it most people don't really know about it or how it works and so you have these people who can kind of create this underground where like we know how it works yeah. we can use these secret tunnels to like go around and do stuff and accomplish our goals without other people even knowing that we exist. Yeah, and like hacking the TV station is actually totally a thing. Hmm. And it was a thing back then and it is a thing now. Hmm. Um, it, it happened a bunch in, in Russia very recently based around the, the war in Ukraine. They were inserting their own video footage into these TV stations huh. to play like... Uh, to show what was really going on. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah. Back in the day, there's there's this whole thing with uh, Max Headroom. Uh, Max Headroom. That was like a porn star name. Okay. <laughs> it does sound like that. Uh, Max Headroom handle? incident, 1987. I don't know if yeah, whatever. But there there was this weird thing where there's a TV station going on, and then this guy with like a, a metal oh sheet gosh. behind him that's actively rotating and he's wearing a max headroom mask and he has a really weird voice changer on and they like say really weird things. You don't want to show the whole thing on camera cause they do some weird stuff as well. <laughs> um, and it, but this was put on TV and oh. a bunch of people saw it and they were just like, what is even happening? Yeah. Cause a lot of the people back then, again, uh, I looked it up. It was like, it was around the population of Canada had the internet worldwide. Wow. At oh, that point in time. So like a lot of people have no idea that any of this is happening, that any of this is possible, etc. No. And there's this very, very small subset of people, even within the subset of people that have the internet, that are actively taking part in these activities. Yeah. And because of that, it was it was just it was wild. I it had was a, a question. very free yeah. and open I had time. a question about the T V hacking incident is like <laughs> I thought that was so funny that he's like, oh, yeah, totally. I'm replacing the show or whatever. But then another hacker shows up. This is and my I'm like, turf. Hack fight. <laughs> I'm like, is this a thing? Is that possible? Like uh, like for people to be like, I'm hacking it. No, I'm kicking you out and hacking it. At the same I think time. Like, the yeah. visual that they chose of having a robot like pulling <laughs> so the tape yeah, between Yeah, not so much. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's particularly obviously, I Yeah, obviously I knew that that wasn't based in reality. But it, like two hackers in the same system trying to wrestle control for it is absolutely a thing. They, they yeah. e to the point where they even do this type of stuff 
stuff at, at universities to practice. Oh, that's <laughs> sick. Yeah. It's See, like, I- it's, uh, it's, they'll, they'll have these like wars where they'll set up systems and you have to defend your own system and you have to like, uh, checkpoint through a bunch of different, uh, things that you're supposed to try to accomplish on other people's systems and all this type of stuff. They do that. In so will they, will they have like closed networks that aren't connected to the internet or whatever? Yeah. So they can, Cause like, a lot of that, if you do that online is like viruses super and stuff? illegal. So you have to right. do it all locally. A lot of, <clears throat> I don't know how much I want to. <laughs> what? Uh, a, lo- a lot of <clears throat> practice these days is done entirely offline with simulated environments. Okay. Mm. So you'll you'll have routers and you'll have systems and all this type of stuff and you can build simulated loads and you can build simulated environments and all this type of stuff and then you do things in that environment so that none of it ever touches touches the internet. Luke? So you can't Yes. That. What what is your fucking handle, man? <laughs> <laughs> Give me it's, your handle. Uh, it's lots of cool. Yeah. <laughs> lots of cool. Too much cool. Well, my, my Hotmail when I was in elementary school was ladiesboy54 at hotmail.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Over my, that, was my, that was my password back in the day was loverman1. <laughs> I love oh, the passwords of this movie. I, did people really have three letter passwords back then? God wow. was an extremely con- like was okay, it? They didn't. They didn't. The the if you notice every single time they say the top used passwords, it changes. Oh, um, so when Plague says the top used passwords, he says a different list than the other hackers. I didn't catch that. Um, a lot of the ones that they said are highly commonly used passwords. God is a very high or was, I guess, a very highly commonly used. No one, nothing is going to, everything's going to spit it out now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was more a little bit, it was, a, it was less flavorful, I guess. No. If I remember correctly, the most common password back then was just password, uh, which is, which is yeah, more boring. They didn't, they than, didn't even say that, did they? No. I don't think so because the did, stuff that know. they were putting out there was like, oh, sex and, and God. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, uh, and they, they wanted that gag, that gag where it's like, Oh, people use God because you know they they see themselves yeah, as God, they, and then it's like the one it's the woman that he's seeing. It's her password or whatever that yeah, he's yeah, used. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of that villain? <laughs> we haven't talked about him like yeah, at all. I, plague. Yeah, the I was. I feel like he's <laughs> so close to greatness, but I think the actor kind of just like doesn't like lean into it far enough or something because this weird. Uh, gross evil hacker guy who's gonna like ruin people's lives and like imprison people illegally like that there's so much vileness there that you can play and have fun with and I never felt like I was having fun with this villain this is another one of those things where I I, I think just like the police officer that I thought should switch sides mm-hmm. it's another one of those things where I think there was a huge story drop uh, there's there's a line that gets put partway through the movie I don't remember exactly what it is but it's something along the lines of there, there's no such thing as good and evil there's only fun and boring yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. there's no right or wrong if they pushed boring. with that idea with his character way harder way fun yeah. I think it could have been really cool totally he had his moments um, but yeah, I think overall, really, I feel like he was one of the most coherent parts of the movie for like, sure because well, okay. everyone else is like, who are you? What are you about? Like what, what, wh- why am I supposed to cheer so, for you, so- Dade? But like plague is in here being like, he was, he was also a young hacker who figured out that he could control things that other people couldn't. And now he's like infiltrated this, the mainstream and he's using his underground skills to like, hack the system you know in a way he's, that he's other people corpo. want to yeah. yeah yeah he's a corporate he's which in is, a position of power generally seen as like a bad thing or at least it it was especially more back right then. um i i think the the coherence of the characters improves if you have some of this background information right. that i've been trying to talk about and this is one of the reasons why like yeah like i i like a lot of this movie because i understand the references mm-hmm. and i totally understand the characters don't make as much sense 
and some of the plot devices don't make as much sense because honestly they're not delivered properly so like the the whole um uh we desire open access to information to see behind walls yeah. like that type of stuff probably wasn't pushed enough but the couple yeah. times that it is dropped for like me i see it and i'm like yeah. okay i got it um right and i i think that's so to me there is more cohesiveness yeah so then he doesn't stand out much because of that if that makes sense yeah, well, yep. I, I, I mean, I thought, oh, so I see what you're saying. Like yeah. he, he wasn't, he was less. Like I, I understand the motivations of the the main characters. I think a little bit more just because of the pre context. Right, you're adding that in because you're you're kind of like, oh, that's I see myself there. But for me, I was like, who the fuck? Are, like, yeah, because, and I totally get that because my, the last thing I wrote was this sort of like, oh, hacking as a tool for the people to fight back against like oppressive power structures and stuff. Like, because that that was the that was the main takeaway from the movie that I got. Yeah, um, where I was like, this is a sucky movie in many ways. It's just like poorly executed. There are some really cool like groundbreaking things in it, but as a whole, it's like kind of an annoying, chaotic experience. But that was the thing I brought away from it was I was like, okay, well, you know, the 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 strong point of this is of this movie is kind of like showing everyone else this like subculture and its importance as a subculture and not just kind of like a bunch of kids trying to make trouble, you know, mm-hmm. like I think there are real ideological yeah. people who are uh, trying to make the world better uh, by doing some things and, I, I and think- also people trying to make the world worse. <laughs> there's the whole smorgasbord yeah it's got it's got everything but yeah I, I i wish they did a little bit more with him yeah i thought that he was he was a uh, uh, an effective villain in the sense that he was like watch out or you could become this person to the, to the to the hacker people I th- yeah i think he is almost uh, I, it's not that he's played too straight it's that it just doesn't look like he was having fun like it didn't look like he was having as much fun as someone playing that role. Really? Should be. You didn't like the him skateboarding in and saying, I love "Never that fear, stuff. never like, fear." One of my, I is here. One of my favorite moments <laughs> in the entire movie is when uh, Date is giving the yeah. the disc. He's waiting on the curb, <laughs> and then he rolls by while the skateboard grabs it, and then grabs onto the side of the limo, oh. and then Date runs after him for like maybe. 20 feet and he just kind of stops oh that Love scene was it. you liked that i love i think it. that was I think the point great. i think that was the point in the movie where i was like okay we are officially off the rails yeah. this is like <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that scene yeah. and it, like he calls him and then he waits around and i'm like is he waiting around i didn't get that he was waiting around to do the actual drop-off i thought that he called and like he just sold his soul or whatever they, and now he's like thinking about it. he's like oh mm, did i do the right thing but they then really they show that. up and he's like what what's going on why is he on the skateboard? <laughs> and then he runs after him and it's just like so obviously a set and the yeah. steam is so obviously like, oh no. And But the funniest thing is that they vanish into the steam, but then there's a crack on the side where you can see the car turn around after they pass through the steam, <laughs> like they turn into the next street. I was like, what's the point of having them vanish behind the, sea, the steam <laughs> if we can still see, see where they go? I don't know. It's just like so awkward. And then the scene right after that, is in is Dade walks into the uh, uh, on the other hackers like figuring out the worm from the garbage file. Oh yeah, but he doesn't tell them that they he dropped off the file, and we don't even know what they're looking at. Like I deduced that oh, they yeah. were like you know figuring out the worm and the virus, but they don't even say that no, until they, like two they, minutes later. Yeah, they say earlier that that's what they're going to do. Oh, they say that's what they're gonna go do. Um, yeah. Okay. Like maybe when, that's when why. she goes to his house to get him to copy it, um, she's 
trying to get him to come with oh, her. Oh, okay. Do that. Well, maybe I had that like in the back of my brain, so I knew what they were actually doing. But I was just like, I thought it was very strange that they didn't. I'm like, they could be doing anything, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, I li- very I liked confusing. A lot of depictions, and and this makes sense because of there's no other way they really would have done it back then. But a lot of depictions of physical transfer of of relatively small data. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's some really cool stuff. This is not a reference to that, but there's some really cool stuff if you look into. Um, like data transfer in Cuba. I don't necessarily know if it's still going on, but even within the last like 10 years, data transfer in, Cu- in Cuba is often, I think it's called sneaker net. Um, oh, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, where it's like you're literally walking using your feet to hand data. Yeah, sneaker net is a jargon term for, uh, for the method of transmitting electronic information by personally carrying it from place to place on either a floppy disk or other removable medium. So in Cuba, there's a, sneaker f- a net. few people that had internet and they would download onto flash drives like what's going on in the world basically and like file updates for programs and all this other Mm. kind of stuff and then they would like run around and like basically like rent it to people yeah so that's borrow it like read up on things update your stuff whatever and then it would go to the next person um i find that stuff really interesting that that was not a reference to that no but i I just think it's (sighs) a lot of modern computers are too clean and everything's boring yeah uh to be completely honest (laughs) like oh oh you need to transfer this gigantic file well i have 47 million gigabit internet so just press the go button and we're good um like things were were more interesting when they were harder um but i think like the thing that made them interesting was that they were new right like i can understand why someone growing up now with access to that 47 million gigabit internet would would hear about this and not think it's interesting they'd be like that seems difficult Horrible. and annoying <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's Probably. like because the uh, the whole it's concept just, it's, of it's, transmitting information from continent to continent and now you have it on your little drive is so new it's like that's really interesting and really cool yeah i think it's the the just the truth of all systems Mm. Uh, right. when, when they're new they're rough and i find that environment interesting and engaging mm. and when they are like like the current state of computing, so polished. But how so do you polished. know? And how, I find that very boring. Personally. How do you know that uh, you're not just succumbing to like the nostalgic old person thing? Where because oh, I still find that in in various like new systems. Oh yeah, um, that aren't necessarily just computing. Uh, like but TikTok. even even new <laughs> <laughs> scrolls TikTok all day. <laughs> Man, I, I installed TikTok for like a week, and by the end of the week, I was like, I need to leave this. <laughs> it's honestly, it's the first social media I could feel my brain shifting. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. because I was, it's, I, it like scared me, and yeah. I uninstalled it. It's because yeah. it's literally just instant consumption, nonstop. With yeah. with other platforms, you open up the platform, you kind of browse around a little bit. You're like, hmm, this looks interesting. I'm going to choose to watch this. You open TikTok, you're instantly watching something that you didn't even choose to watch. Yep, it's like TV. Yeah, well, and it's but like, worse. I mean, I think like the attention span is so short where it's like the thing has two, maybe three seconds to get my attention, and it's like no, no. No, like it's actually it, this is interesting. Is, yeah, I don't think I've ever consumed media faster than on TikTok. I've never, I've never made that connection between TikTok and TV before, but it's very true. With TV, you turned on TV, like maybe you knew that something was on at a certain yeah. time, so then you would turn on the TV and be like, "Flip to this channel because I know what's on." But when people are just channel surfing and you just like are bored, so you turn on the TV. Mm. This is like a foreign concept to me now because I don't have cable and I haven't had it for pff, ten years. Uh, but like that was a thing, yeah. And now I'm like, it's interesting how we went from that 
to like an on-demand situation where we have Netflix and YouTube and all these like on-demand things where we choose what to watch and then we binge a show or whatever and then we're on to the next thing. But it's almost like we're back to this sort of like brainless era of of media again with TikTok at the same that we were with TV. Yeah. Where like I think people when people were thinking about TV, it's like you you envision the the kid just like sitting there like drooling because it's just like channel surfing like oh that's boring that's boring that's boring next thing next thing next thing yeah and then social media kind of like made it more focused it was like we're we're sharing what we want to share we're making the networks that we want to make we are curating our own content well, and you think about social and TikTok media is the opposite the way it started you were a creator like it, social media was really about <clears> sharing. <throat> like real connection in yeah. life. And then it became a consumption thing right? where they wanted you to constantly be scrolling. I saw someone say the worst in like technological innovation that's ever happened was the infinite scroll. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Timeline. yeah, you don't think about that. You just, you can keep going yeah. for literally forever. Yeah. And it's like, you just keep scrolling, you keep scrolling. And like that didn't exist at the start of social media. We sound like old people, but we do. But I had just heard somebody uh, speaking the other day about like, they're like, Oh, Facebook used to be just about posting on your wall. And I was like the wall. <laughs> and I like forgot because I'm like, oh, yeah, you talked about posting on walls because there was no timeline. Mm-hmm. There was no like status feed. I mean, you had your status, but there was no like feed. It was just like you went to your wall. Maybe you posted status. You went to your friend's wall. You went to like a group maybe you're in. Yeah. And you went like there was no timeline where it's just like the homes, fe- the, like an endless Everything. content. This is this is another issue that I have with with like matured systems. Right. Is that they Let's often, bring it back. They, I'm, <laughs> I love it. Is that they, they often corporatize over time. Right. Um, and that is I'm not like super into that. Yeah. And now the whole idea of hacking, you have to like download hacker hacker program seven pro X. Just kidding. I don't know how hacking works. <laughs> no. Well, you think about like <laughs> I can. I like it though. Well, we consume ever we like decorporatize because we consume content so fast without millions of users, without like millions of dollars being poured into creating content for that platform. Can anyone catch up and provide a platform where like the endless scroll is a thing, or is it like we're gonna have the the big five that we have forever, and they're just gonna keep growing and morphing into like the next big thing? Mm. Yeah, I mean, personally, I, I, I think to to compete with those platforms, you need effectively infinite money. Um, so it's it's either going to be a, a morphing of a currently existing one, or it's going to be something like a TikTok, um, yeah, where is... it, where it comes in and it has like, yeah, your Unlimited your money. check is blank, do whatever you want, yep. and it's going to tie in immediately to the corporate stuff. You're going to immediately get things like infinite scroll, which is like designed to break human brains. <laughs> um, just different things like that, where it's like, yeah, we just want to like uh, turn everyone into zombies well, for money. It's so weird that. We have totally accepted that we can use our scientific findings on addiction and weaponize it against people. Like that's so <laughs> and fucked that's up. Apparently, okay. It's and we yeah, just yeah, like yeah. it's it's like those platforms are specifically designed to prey on our weaknesses yeah. as a species. And it's like, wait, that's really fucked up. Yeah. Well, honestly, I I I even feel it like sometimes when we're choosing how to optimize our content. Like, oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. No, well, because we, but like, that's we are, the, the, the reality of, of existing on these platforms and making money on these platforms is that you have to, uh, if, if you don't play the system, then you're a fool because, like, what are you doing here, right? Yeah. And, the, and the system makes you, makes yeah. you corporatize. It's the whole idea of like clickbait. It's like, yeah, um, 
clickbait is is kind of rough. It's not like a good thing. But if you don't do it, you're going to die. Right. Yeah. So, and I think that like Veritasium did a great video on this where it's like there's there's clickbait in the sense that you click it and then you're like, wait, I feel I feel uh, I feel cheated, cheated. I feel in some baited. way because yeah. it was pro- yeah. I promised I was promised something that isn't there. But like you can do it in a way where you you make the content the most appealing that it possibly can be and then people click in and they're like okay i'm satisfied with that video y- you didn't do clickbait in a bad way in that you bait and switch it's a fine you click baited in the in the sense that but it's you know, also we like, properly advertised it to you so you because you know you'd be interested. the problem is most people that watch your content aren't random people that are stumbling across it it's people that are getting a notification on their phone and it's like that notification text only has like six words worth of spot and so it has to like in six words, right. be like, I want to click on this right now, right. or else you're going to swipe it away, and then maybe you'll come back to it, maybe you won't. But God, yeah, it's, I feel uh, like I feel like you know, obviously we participate in the system to a certain degree, but I think that like when you look at something like Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, I think that it's like a lot more concerning than YouTube because I think that I don't find myself like getting stuck scrolling through YouTube. No, you know, I do. I do Watch find myself get stuck scrolling Twitter. And like other social media things, where it's it's giving me that dopamine hit, and it's not it's not good for me. At yep. least with YouTube and on demand video and stuff, people can. That's what that's kind of the the dichotomy that I was trying to like say earlier is that there's a difference between you actively curating what you want to watch, mm-hmm. and like like I have autoplay off on YouTube because like don't do it, no yep. don't have autoplay on. It's stupid. Yeah. Uh, there's a difference between that and just like being served stuff and being like you know being manipulated by these like addiction. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we're, we're on a super huge talent. I like uh, it. A, a tangent. Um, we do have this, to get back to the movie. This movie. So I I figured out another another person to talk about. Um, I I mentioned the the PlayStation hacker that got hired by Microsoft. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize who that was. Who is that? I know who that is. That's actually super cool. It's it's George Hotz, also known as Geo. Oh yeah. His 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 handle Geohot. is mostly known He's as He's doing Geohot. like the self driving car stuff now. Okay. Yeah, oh. so that's him. That's okay. the person I was talking about. That's the fourteen year old kid. And this is again, I didn't remember how old the person was in the PlayStation thing. It's no. a fourteen year old kid. Wild. This right. is this is what I'm t- like. This happens. This is like it's a it's a big time thing that it's it's just these these curious kids taking down these massive mega corp multi billion dollar mega corporations by themselves. Yeah, that's cool. Um, that is a, like I actually think that is really cool and it's and like that that's a lot of people. the things that I really really like about the culture that the movie portrays is this like David versus Goliath type of situation where you have these like oh these are just some like rowdy high school kids that enjoy their uh, palladium rollerblade arenas <laughs> um, but then at the same time they're able to take on Ellison Mineral which is. I don't think it's based on a real company, but it's just like Some all, evil. clearly yeah. massive evil mega oil company, and yeah. they're able to just like dunk on them. Yeah, that is very cool, and it gives me and I think a lot of other people a lot of hope. And it was, I think, it did a really good job of portraying that mentality um, of like these little scrappy kids can get it done. I feel like I while I, making it kind of fun. I really love that that culture existed and i know that it still exists but i think the the taste in my mouth is more sour because we know that like corporations and superpower like world superpowers use these same tactics to get power like we know russia has like hacking farms and we know that like, yeah. they're they're using a lot of these things for their nefarious purposes and it's like it feels like corporations or, or mega powers got savvy to it and like well 
everyone's going to use it. How do we use this to get our advantage? Let's and it's them, like yeah. less about scrappy young people well, trying I to like. And it, it wasn't way. always just for the good either. To be super yeah, fair, fair, I'm I'm uh, glorifying it a little bit. Sure. Um, there there was always negative sides of it there always will be negative sides of it but yeah i do think these days like you're saying there's these government ran corporate ran like hacker farms and there's a lot of bad stuff that does come from it but um and i guess you could technically disagree with me but mm, (laughs) um the the whole russia situation there's still like that was a massive extremely intense still going unified force Mm-hmm. that has maintained for this entire time and like for time and context i think we're two and a half months in at this point honestly a lot of people don't talk about the situation the, over there the much russian anymore. invasion yeah i no. think it's like three four months at least yeah let's yeah. see was it three or four months it's a while i think i'm like not very good with time in february i am notably bad february oh it's been a hot minute then. february yeah february 24th. okay it's March, been a long April, time May, june July, uh, but there was like six there months. was there's the, the entire time yeah. from the beginning till now, so over six months, there has been this massive wave of support from, mm. from that community yep. that has been unwavering, hmm. whereas I think a lot of other communities have just kind of gotten bored with it and moved on. Right. Um, and that mentality still existing is very cool to me <laughs> yeah. and very dear to my heart. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, like like anything, like any other subculture or a set of tools, you know, the people who hack are not a monolith, right? You have yeah. like people who are... Any anonymized group that can be joined and left at any time by anyone is going to have a massive range of, right. of good and bad yes. and everything yeah. in between. I mean, like, sure. like hacking, the hack, the, the, the methods and tools that are used to hack are just that, just a set of tools. Anyone can pick up a hammer and destroy or build with it. So I think that it's like... Make your own hammer. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I thought was interesting because I think for me, hacking has, as someone who's not even done anything remotely close to, like being, being close to that subculture at all, I like, played the minigame in Bioshock where you like turn the. Yeah, that's basically the same thing. That's it. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> you got in the game. You got the biggest clout. <laughs> Act <out> of planet! <laughs> Act of planet! Um, I, I always thought of like hackers as primarily a, uh, you know, a, a nefarious thing. It, it has been portrayed and, that way for sure. Right. And yeah. this movie, I think, like, kind of, that, that's why it made me think about this because I was like, I can see the actual real utility of ha- like, I know that there were like good hackers per se, you know, but I think that like the idea that the whole hacking subculture could have this sort of like, uh, or original ideology of like why we're getting into this and why, you know, our, our goals. And now it's kind of just kind of like matured to the point where, you know, it's a set of tools and methods, just like anything else in the world. It's not like if you're a hacker, that doesn't say anything about Your you morality, about yeah. what you want to do. Right. Um, so I thought it was interesting to have this like this hopeful message of like hack the planet where it's like use these tools to make life better and there's going to be bad people like the plague. But, you know, if everyone can like learn how to how to, you know, push back against the powers that be in this way, that's good. I'm a big fan of that because I feel like the biggest the biggest obstacle we face today is this sense of hopelessness and powerlessness mm. against the fate like the well, powers that be and like th- what can we do against them? like there's no way to unite us because there's there's active forces trying to keep us divided like there's no way to like all come together and change the world anymore but like 
maybe you don't need that. Maybe you just need a couple people that are going to like break the systems down enough. So then all of a sudden, like things just shift enough that we can actually make and changes. This, this is often how things work these days. Mm-hmm. There's there's leaks that will that will happen. There's there's Snowden or yeah. or um. The guy that ran WikiLeaks. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. remember his name. Assange. Like there's 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 people forcing their way into systems and getting this information that we would have been able to get back in the day through through other means. Yeah. Yeah. But now are this is effectively the only way to do it <clears throat> well, unless you, think, you have billions of dollars in an army. I mean, we really have sidetracked. But you think about like the Panama Papers and yep. you think about like the Epstein documents and you're like. How the fuck is that not out yet? And it's clearly there's an active force trying to keep like that stuff separate out yeah, of the public yeah. eye. But like that's we need hackers, man. We need hackers to like we make do. those things public. And yeah, yo, shout out. <laughs> we need hackers. We need you guys. Save, yeah, save I the think planet. that there's, like, there's a the lot ho- of rabbit holes to go down yeah. based in what you just said. The but, hope thing yeah. was actually was was also really really interesting because now we like you said we have kind of settled into this. Like the internet originally was this like wow this is going to change society. And like you were saying in the manifesto and like, uh, they, they mentioned in the movie, like, Oh, the internet was this opportunity to create this like classless, uh, you know, uh, um, whew, what am I, the, like the uh, society where you don't really think about someone's class, religion, ethnicity. Uh, yeah. y- you know, you're just like an individual. You have your you, handle. You don't, you're not even like tied to your original birth name or whatever. Yeah. You can, you can create and craft the identity you want on the internet and accomplish the goals you want with other like-minded people. And it was like this, this vision of a future where, uh, you know, these, these, these hierarchies aren't as entrenched and now we have the internet, this corporatized version. Like that's why you know I think that we we see a lot of nihilism, we see a lot of like cynicism, mm-hmm. and it's just interesting to go back to this time at the early internet where you're like, this was all new, this was all exciting, but and here here we are in the dystopia. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah, as soon as Star Trek lost hope, we all did. On that note, <laughs> let's do some nitpicks. Nitpicks. Uh, nitpick. After why? we just did my nitpicks about society yeah. at large, those are big picks. Yeah, go, go for it. Uh, why does Zero Cool have such wet nostrils? <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of close-ups, especially early on. It's <laughs> like slick inside what? of his nose, and it really found it distracting. The light reflects off it weird. Johnny Lee Miller wasn't thinking about that for 30 years, no, and now, no, it's <laughs> all he can think you, about. You just brought it I back. Wonder, Maybe that's what Angelina and Jolie saw in him. They got married after this movie. <laughs> what? Yeah, for four years. That's hilarious. After this movie, so I learned I had that no idea. last night. Yeah. I had no idea. That me too. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. Because I was I was trying to look into what some of these actors ended up doing. Yeah. Um, and and then I was like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, what? like there's uh, freaking Penn Gillette as the security that's guard. So random. So I was random. like, okay, I guess that was like a minor acting role. Wendell Pierce is from the the, the that's wire. Agent Richard Gill from the Wire. Mark it's actually Anthony. like kind of star studded. Um, yeah, Joey is someone too. Yeah, Joey. So he Jesse had a big glow up. Jesse Holy Bradford. Shit. He had a bunch of like he he uh, he starred in some movies after this. You know, in the in the nineties and early two thousands. He's going to get lung cancer too. I don't know if he knew that. What he smoked so much in the movie. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. There's one scene where he has he has one in each hand. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's in Narcotics that. Anonymous. <laughs> oh. So guy, my name's Julian. I'm not an addict. Okay, I can find. I can quit anytime. I'm well, gonna go get some more coffee. <laughs> well, he's he's a an addiction thing, and the reason why he says he's not an addict is because he's not there. He's supposed to be like addicted to of, hacking. Yeah, he's yeah. addicted to computers. Mm. Right. But you can so, stop anytime. Because usually at Anonymous, they allow you to smoke cigarettes. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's like the accepted one. Cigarettes and alcohol. Oh, not alcohol. Not alcohol. Coffee. Coffee. Um, 
Yeah, but like Jesse Bradford, I was like surprised because I thought like he was so funny and I remembered that he was in some stuff, but and he's still working, but he's like doing very little yeah. now. I was like, well, and he's the only high school aged actor because he's actually 16 when they filmed this, whereas everyone else is like 20, 24. Yeah, he looks so much younger than them. Yeah, and I think that might be make it more jarring where you're made more aware of how old the other people are. Right. Yeah. Obviously, Matthew Lillard is in there. Shaggy. Shaggy. Love that guy. Apparently, he is weird, though. He weirded me out in this movie. He's pretty intensely weird. I'm like, <laughs> Like Settle him. down, bro. Like it's like little tiny like sunglasses. Uh, hit pick. The line. And the it's more the delivery, I think. But like, shit on me. <laughs> Which what? Like, so I can't remember who says it. I just wrote hit pick. Shit on me. Going to use that until I realize no one gets it and I will feel uncomfortable. My, my favorite no one gets it quote from, from hackers that I have used throughout all the years and no one ever gets it um, is... Plot thickens. <laughs> no one. Do you do you remember that? No, I was just watching. I don't remember. Who said that? That's from Serial Killer. Uh, I don't. I I don't remember the exact context, but like something's going down, and he's just standing there, just kind of like waiting, and then everyone stops talking, and he goes, "Plot thickens." Oh yeah, no, and it's just that. it's so sick. And every time I say it, I what? say it in that tone, and everyone just looks at me like, "What?" what? But like, you know, that's like a. It's like a Sherlock thing or something. No, right? they made it, this movie made it. Well, that's what I was, I'm like it's like less of a. Well, it's the See, that, that's delivery. my problem. What do you mean you don't know? Yeah. I don't know. The, uh, the plot thickens. No, plot but the thickens. delivery. You thought that was from Hackers? Yeah. No, but uh, the delivery. The delivery. No, but he didn't thickens. know. I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying that's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that's like a Sherlock Holmes <laughs> thing. Like ah, Watson, the plot thickens. Sure. I don't know if it's from Sherlock Holmes, but it's like a detective yeah. thing. That makes sense. Fair enough. That makes sense. But I'm gonna start saying it now. Nitpick. That when they're playing Wipeout on the arcade machine. Um, I was like, that's pretty cool. But the one shot of him when he's focusing is like a green screen shot where the game is playing behind him. I'm like, why did you shoot it this way? Like, <laughs> oh it's like no, because they were doing a zoom in. Yeah, but like, why don't you just put a screen behind him? Like, why don't you rotate the setup, light him from the front, and then have a screen behind him if you're going to do this thing and have it all be practical? It just looks so tacky in a movie yeah. that's just classy everywhere else. Classy. <laughs> That was a great end of that sentence. Um, Knowing that they did the phone booth rotating thing at the end. Oh and you saying it's classy everywhere else. Yeah. I'm like, Neh. that's so great. I love that. Um, that was pretty I, I didn't know this, though, but like, well, obviously I did. But like, obviously the uh, the the whole like flying around the like uh, transparent towers, like in the server room or whatever. That was fun. So that was, I learned this. It was, that was practical, obviously. It, it but it kind of looked almost like animated, CG. which was kind of cool. You can only see sometimes like there's like a flashing thing and that yeah. won't track quite right. So right, that'll right. be like added in post because it doesn't follow. Yeah, yeah. But, but apparently that was a 50 square foot like That's grid huge. and they had like a camera hanging and yep. it was like it looked like it was maybe like a really miniature thing but it was pretty big, big actually and they That's like really flew cool. a camera through, through in real see, life. My favorite of those kind of like weird practical effects is when they're they're flying, I guess, over the city, and it goes from city, and it becomes like a little miniature city yeah. built out of like circuit boards. I was and like, whatnot. "Whoa, hackers did it first. And it's cool. It looks really good because it's a real practical thing. And I was like, "That's neat." Wait, I when did John come out? Another, another oh, random thing that I can throw out there that's it's like 80s movie oh, based shoot. in reality, okay, but it's clearly also not um, is at the end when all the different people are attacking the Gibson mm -hmm. and Plague is trying to stop them. And there's like, oh, there's a rabbit. Send a flu shot. Bup, 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 bup. <laughs> that type of stuff. There's a bunch of actual references. Oh, in that's there, cool. Okay. Um, which I'm is like some of this must is, be fake. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. But some of it's also totally real. Is a rabbit a thing? Uh, well, that type of yeah, attack it, is totally a thing. 
Right, but they don't call it, it a where, rabbit. Where it constantly replicates. I actually yeah. don't remember exactly what it's called. But oh, yeah. but where where data will constantly replicate in order to fill drives. Right. Like Linus has probably talked this, about this a bunch, but if you actually get like your system drive to zero bytes spare, your computer just like doesn't function. Right. You, mm. you can't even like delete things properly oh. because the temporary file that it has to create when deleting something, there's nowhere for it to go because it's actually at zero bytes. Yep. Um, and, and, and like, so you, you can take down systems by just filling them. That's with data. crazy. Right. So, and like, there's, there's a lot of other things in there that were like, they are sort of like, they are based on something that is actually legit. Of course, you don't like send a flu shot. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Um, there was there was like there was a very common one. Uh, zip bombs were a very common one where you'd have this zip file and it's really small, but it's like a huge amount of compressed files within oh, one file. Right. So you go to unzip it, and it just whoop, yeah, yeah, and it just yeah wrecks everything. It's, gotcha. It's yeah. Um, sort of a nitpick, I guess, for me. <laughs> it was just like a a, a mid pick. I don't know. They're when they're harassing the agent and they're like hacking his stuff. Oh, yeah, and, that was fun. They're like, okay, we're gonna cancel his credit card. So then the waiter goes to process it, and the, and he's like, oh, it doesn't work. And he brings it back to his table and cuts it with a scissor. I'm so like, that, no, 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 a, the waiter wouldn't cut your friggin' credit card up. That's a specific error that can be sent that goes to the. T- it doesn't say like, oh, it it insufficient funds or something. It says cut card. What? Yeah. Was this a thing? Um. Waiters would bring your card back to you with scissors and cut it up and in it front said, of you. Stare them in the eye. Don't I, blink. I don't remember if it was like. <laughs> There's no way. I they know. Would just... Here, let's see. There's a Cora article about this. So this was this was like a long time ago. This was before I had a credit card, so I don't really know. I know that cut card demands from a bank were a thing. Yeah. I don't know if the waiters would actually do it or if they would just like hold it, tell you. Like oh you have to or something like I have, I have no idea how it actually worked. Yeah, um, I would be so scared of like having to fight a customer if you did that. Okay, so apparently people did do this twenty five to thirty years ago. Yeah, so it was for being on like a most wanted list and stuff. Oh. Like it was having a special fraud or stolen code on the account that resulted in enactment of capital punishment for your plastic. So, so yeah, like, yeah like, they, the card can be flagged as like being like, oh, the, uh, it looks as if it's stolen or something. Okay. Yeah. So like th- this is what I'm talking about where like a lot of the movie, like I don't know if someone's actually just going to like have a pair of shears in their back pocket on the ready just in case this happens at any moment. Like it's massively embellished but yeah. it is based in something that is actually legit you can s- cut card codes at least back in the day could be sent from a bank a lot of people are saying no this never happened but there are a couple people on quora being like i've done that yeah uh, so probably very rare a long time ago yeah i well so, considering uh, the scenario that it they're saying it would be using it would be insanely rare yeah yeah okay all right well i yeah. guess it wasn't as like that's insane the thing, of a like, thing in the I, movie as i pretty as I much thought. guarantee you any waiter seeing that would just be like uh, uh yeah it's like most of the time yeah, yeah. Yeah, some yeah, other yeah, way. Yeah. yeah apparently yeah. there was a code you could get that would tell you to keep the card and not give it back to the customer that i could see yeah, yeah. that I, uh, might be more real yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, anyways i love in the movie when it what does stuff like that where it's like kind of like could be real things that hackers do but I love it even more when it like makes no sense. Like 
that sprinkler system at a school is not computerized. Like, it's, <laughs> oh yeah, there's like yeah, no way. Yeah, and no, so, yeah. not 1985. No, and like yeah. same with like when he hacks the buildings to have crash and burn in the lights. I'm like, yeah. those lights aren't computerized. Well, obviously, <laughs> like, I think the, I think the movie is doing like a little bit of futurism, sure. saying that like, okay, this is where things are heading. So like, I mean, maybe hey, this could be possible. At the same time, as having technology that's like already out of date. Well, it's just like the ballast not having physical overrides. Like you know, oh, yeah, yeah, everything's computerized yeah, right. now. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole right, new world. Dude. <laughs> um, uh, hit pick, uh, hacking with sunglasses. That's just like a to- like th- that's a normal thing in a it's in a movie. The, Don't do it. Yeah, exactly. Don't do it. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah. had like, hacker man. Dude. I thought you had like the, the lens. I thought you had like the, the tiny little nineties ones. Yeah, yeah, I wish. I wish. <laughs> um, also, another hit pick, Nikon, when they're watching, like, they're they're in the room with Kate. The magnification. For watching her, like, oh, hook yeah. up with Pretty her cringe. boyfriend. Pretty cringe. But Nikon has those glasses with the little, like, flip-down magnifying <laughs> glass, and he's like, w- w- wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Nikon is so cool outside yeah. of that moment. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and great. I like that they gave him, like, kind of a unique ability. Photographic memory. Yeah, because yeah. I, I didn't even get that Freak was, like, a telephone <clears throat> hacker specialist. Right. Because everyone, to me, was just kind of, like, vague good at hacking with different levels of skills but I yeah. think that was a missed opportunity if they all had like their specialization and they were all like totally different and then that has to come together at the end for the final showdown yeah. but apparently I was a little bit off did they ever show freak. serial killer actually like hacking or is he just like there and He's he knows some stuff yeah uh, well they do they do show him implanting what I I didn't really look into this oh the the phone thing I think it's a like a sniffer of some right, sort right. so yeah he, That's d- he does some oh, like yeah. he does some more physical stuff like he gets sent off at the end to go rig those phones oh yeah. that's true to right. make the department think that they were there yeah. like he, he does yeah i think he's more on the like the hardware side of things freak is phones um uh, uh nikon is is more like memory and and like thought and mental yeah. compute yeah and then uh acid burn and crash override are more of the like traditional yeah right typey hackers yep um, and Joey too, I guess. He's they were kind of they were meant for each sh- other. Yeah, Not fully formed yet. Sort of comes out of nowhere as like the hero at the end, but yeah. Yeah. Um this is more of this is definitely a nitpick for me, like uh sort of similar to how like they were taking every opportunity they could to show like Angelina Jolie's boobs. Yeah. Like during that sprinkler scene, there are two very obviously coordinated oh, yeah. girls in white t-shirts and like running slowly one. towards really? the character. Yeah, like, one character oh my like, gosh, the water's on. Yeah, oh. they, they definitely acknowledge at least one of them. Cause I was like, oh, that's weird. I yeah, was too she like, focused she like on does something umbrella. to freak or whatever. She yeah. like hits him with a, her notebook or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. I'm it's like, just, okay. It's just movies. They still do that today. Yeah, as much as HBO is like, no, it's not for oh, like what t- was that tantalizing movie? people. What was that movie recently? It's, yeah. What was that? Oh, it was Spider-Man 2 where he's like swinging by in this in, in the street and it like is this super low to high shot of a like looking up at a girl's bust as she like watches him swing by. She's oh, like, oh, yeah. and it's just it's like, like yeah, the whole frame is just midriff. boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hit pick, that transparent laptop, buddy. Transparent tech is oh, back, wow. and that was a so sick, sick laptop. Heck yeah, yeah dude. so sick. Yeah. Um, uh, did you guys know? Did you guys feel the same that I did? That like it feels like seventy percent of this movie is ADR. Like the the the, the mat. Like it's not that the voices don't match up. Is that like the voice timbre doesn't feel like it's like in a room? It feels like they're in a sound booth. Like it's mm. too isolated. There's something off. But the audio. And I I'd mean, be curious. I have no idea because I was like watching it on. I think I watched it on Tubi. 
the oh, app it's with free, like the right? free movies and TV shows. I, I paid five dollars to not oh, okay. have to download an app. Nice. I was like, it's worth five dollars. Yeah, and the like the quality really wasn't that great. So I'm like, I don't know how. Yeah, it just. I, it, I think I think a fair amount of it is like like all the the. <laughs> I love the they show the like old school SWAT dudes with with just like military. Oh uh, yeah, and yeah. It, every, every every time those guys come in, that's all. Yeah, that, that makes type sense. Of stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it is used yeah. quite a bit. Makes sense. Okay. I found it a little bit distracting, but we mentioned the fashion real quick. But yep. I, I, like shout out to, one thing to that. More. Uh, I don't know if it's a hit pick or a nitpick, but like at one point, Kate is literally just wearing a Quicksilver rash guard. Like it's like, like for surfing. Yeah. And oh yeah. She's wearing it as a shirt. Yeah. That was a very nineties. <laughs> just thing. like, was this literally? Did their fashion just consist of like picking the most random stuff possible? Well, like it doesn't seem like there's a rhyme or reason. It's like, funny. Like, some characters have really cool style. Like I think Freak is well dressed, even yeah. for today modern standards. But both Zero and Burn are like, just like what are they? Well, wearing? yeah, I guess so. So like Freak is obviously. I mean, I think he's pretty clearly coded queer or gay or something which was like pretty progressive i think in that for the 90s but like he his his dress kind of like is consistent with that and like i guess dade's vibe is like cool jackets and stuff like (laughs) these cargo fishing (laughs) fishermen jackets (laughs) i was like is that a fishing vest he had to pair the fishing vest with the life jacket yeah Yeah, it makes sense you know and like first big boots uh like serial killer is literally just i picked things out of a dumpster what is angelina jolie's he's homeless like what's that he's homeless (laughs) gotcha (laughs) no that makes complete sense because he's asking them to like sleep at their places what is with angelina jolie's haircut in this movie it is a terrible haircut with like kind of like the loose sides that are kind of coming down sort of bowl cut she's the pixie manic pixie dream girl but it's not even like a pixie cut it's just like a messy well like the long sideburns type thing or like usually it's like a little bit that's more shapely i don't know man i am thinking too hard i don't know what they were thinking but it's funny because all the background characters actually have cool clothes like the parties i'm like that's actually sick. That jacket's cool. Like that shirt, that's cool. Right. But all the main characters are just dressed like. I think. I think it kind of felt as if like there were some corporate people trying to be like, yeah, this is like counterculture. This is like edgy. edgy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, gonna, like, just pick something random off the off the shelf or off the off the rack and put I, it on. I yet again thought the three main supporting characters often did it better. Yeah. Than the main two, um, Freak Seal Killer and Nikon. Were, were often more uh, like stuck to what I cared about with the movie more and also like I thought how they presented themselves was cooler and, yeah. and all this other kind yeah. of stuff. I, I feel that with this movie where there's like it's there's a lot of good meat there but they chose the wrong time to start the movie and they chose the wrong people to focus on. If they right. like started the movie basically midpoint of this movie and like condensed everything that happened into 10 minutes before then and then they picked the main they they got rid of the two main characters and made it about the other three or maybe added a different one or whatever then all of a sudden you have a really fun movie that's about something that like is way more tight because this is hour 47 but it felt long it did it's like it's and like things take a long time to happen like that intro when it's like the kid being um arrested which i i like the shutter speed thing it's really cheesy but it's very much of its time i love when they're going through the courtroom and it's all like the adult yeah. lawyers and they're like wow this person did this 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 and then it's an empty space and it pans down and it's a kid yeah it's Great like a reveal. little twist but then after that it's him getting into the car and they go back to the slow shutter speed thing and 
He gets in the car, but it literally takes like takes 34 forever. seconds mm. for him to get in the car, close the door, yeah. and go. And I'm like, takes this time. should have been three seconds. Literally three seconds yeah. of like, get in, close, we're in the next scene. Yeah. That's another thing is I have usually watched this movie when I used to watch it like fairly often back in the day. Uh, and this is how I do a lot of stuff. It would not be the only thing I was doing. Yeah. So that that's another thing that I think added enjoyment was scenes like that, like... I'm just not watching it 100%. for the whole duration of that time. Yeah, I'm doing right. something else. Um, you're just, you're, it's just a vibe. Yeah, this it's movie vibe. will be what I project when I have my next gaming party on the ceiling. <laughs> like, that's like exactly <laughs> yeah. what it's meant for. And, and honestly, for that, it's probably great. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't yeah. focus on it and you just get the little bits, like if all you really saw is the Rocky montage of them messing with the police guy yeah. and then the like fight at the end. Yep. It's perfect. Sick, it's perfect. Right? But like it's it's yeah, it's some of the filler that's uh that's not great. This yeah. movie like wanted to me to like start playing some like trash techno uh while I'm doing stuff. Yeah, shout out to the soundtrack. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's so it, good. It, it scratched the edge. I was yeah, like, what's this with has... the random concert too? If we're if we're talking about nitpicks, partway yeah, through was, when oh, they're yeah. when they're trying to get to uh Razor and Blade. And yeah. they're in like the back of that studio or whatever. And then this and the like random an, guy starts singing a song. And I don't know if he's like supposed to be an actual like, is it like the, the one the band that sounds like Rage? Like it Rage sounded like an off brand yeah. Rage. Yeah. So it's like a, that's a real band. They're like a Swedish or a oh, are they? Danish like rock rap metal group. Oh, man. Uh, I kind of dug it. I was kind of yeah, like, I was like, this is it's cool. Off brand Rage. I wasn't necessarily against it. Yeah. I was just like, what? where did this come That's from? That's such a 90s thing. Like you think about Buffy or like so many TV shows of that era where they'll just like have a band and like that'll be the transition from scene <laughs> yeah. to scene and they'll like, it won't just okay. be like 15 seconds of band. It'll be like a minute and a half. Yeah, it's band. like a little thing it also, in itself. My biggest thing is I thought Razor and Blade were actually really cool. I've mm-hmm. always thought they were pretty sick. That's um, the TV hosts? Yeah. Like, they, yeah. They, they were sick. That but used to the sorry. like they clearly seemed displaced by that band, which was weird. Yeah. Because in every single other point in the movie, they're in a power position. Yeah. And then right there, the like band starts, so they're kind of like, ugh, whatever, we'll just go to the back. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't really notice like them leaving. That was a, that was a confusing Yeah, scene. the reason why they lose <laughs> them isn't because they're like running, Razor and Blade are like <laughs> running away. They're just like, oh, this band's playing now. We're not really into it, so we're going to leave. Hmm. So then they they yeah. lose them and then they have to catch up again, which is just like this entire part just did. I just matter. I thought it was just more like okay, we were in this we were in this part of the the club night and oh look it's Razor and Blade they're featured guests and now oh now it's part time for the band to play so then they were like all right let's go to our lair. I don't maybe, know maybe that's it too maybe I misread it I don't know. Um, my final nitpick is uh, maybe this just bugs me because I was a lifeguard and swimming in clothes. <laughs> Uh, was something you had to do as part of training, and it's really hard. I believe it's just dragging you down. It's really hard, and so it's super awkward in the pool scene at the end because they're trying to tread water in clothes and say their lines, (laughs) and they're panting because they're out of breath because it's so hard, and they're like, yeah, so yeah, we ended up hacking the system, so I guess I won after all. And then they start making out, and I'm like, you're dead. You're drowning. It's over. It's another dream. Yeah. No, that's totally fair. When they when they start making out, it's pretty clear that they're like standing, right? Oh, yes. And yeah. for the entire scene before that, I'm I'm sitting there going, "Why aren't you standing?" Yeah. Because Dade is literally drowning. <laughs> like he's it's he, <laughs> his face it's constantly his going above his water. mouth. Yeah, that's it's constantly so falling under the water. I was just like, they just like, like how this do you would not be so easy this? to solve? Yes. Just like have them stand on stools and like don't show their feet. Like it's fine. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, he should oh, have been in a dress. That was also confusing because 
when they're walking down the walkway, he's not in a dress, but he's in like some weird frilly thing. It's almost hard to tell if I you thought lost at or first, not. At first, I thought they were going to say, well, uh, it was a tie, so we both wore dresses. That but no, he's, he's just like, oh, I guess I won. And I'm like, well, why the fuck are you wearing this like fish thing then? His <laughs> sleeves like go down to his knees. It's so, I was like, what? Very confusing. I, I do like that he fully acknowledges that he didn't actually win. Right. That's good. Yeah. That I did like that bit. I don't like that he like was given the technicality of winning. No. That yeah, that part I mean, still actually sticks for me a it's, lot. It's the nineties, like. the male hero has to get the I girl. Know, you know, I it's just like he should have lost because Agreed. he because he kinda bailed out on well, Honestly, what I was gonna say is that it's kind of like sad that this movie occupies the oh, the, the niche that it does. Because I think that it would be like it's like we wanted to make this movie about hackers and that sort of counterculture, but then the execution is just like not there. Like yeah. it would be so much cooler if we could have hackers be a good movie, but it's not. Like if somebody else decided to make a movie about hackers and that counterculture, that there was better at making I a just, movie. I think they'd make it too serious and it would be bad. Because you you have to and like I, I think a lot of you think about like the old Batmans and stuff. Yeah. Like it, it I think it has to come from that level of like jank. Or well, else it's going it has to be, to be really kind of cringe. Cringe. there has to be a level of sincerity to it. Cause like yes. you think about yeah. stuff now that comes out that's supposed to be ironically so bad it's good. And it's just like not, it's funny. not like Kung no. Fury. I I want to love Kung Fury. I just don't think it's funny because it's like they're clearly trying to be like, ha, ah, 80s, 90s stuff, so bad, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. It's like that means nothing. It's way funnier when you're actually watching a terrible movie and you're like, wow, they really fucking tried, huh? Yeah. They really yeah. suck. Totally, yeah. Uh, another th thing to talk about with the uh, with him winning is this, this is one of those things where like along with the manifesto, the whole like we exist without skin color, blah, 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 they, they embraced that, mm -hmm. but they they didn't, and I think this is like, this is just an aspect of the times, it's 1995, whatever. They didn't embrace it quite enough because it establishes, she, she's not a, what is it called? Mary Sue, whatever. She's oh, yeah, not. Yeah. It establishes super early on, the first time he's really back to hacking, she beats him. Yeah. She's on a turf, or he's on a turf, her it, turf. It would have made more sense, and uh, even to like solidify the win for her at the end, it would have made more sense if she was the one that fully got the file. That would have been way cooler. Like right. it, it, and like if he, oh, whatever, give him a hero arc. Let him, it, it's all BS anyways. Let him somehow dive in front of this data bullet or something. Yeah. I don't know. But like she should have been the one that captured the win at the end. Yeah. And I'm not even saying that as just like a, she was better than him. Yeah. She beat him in the movie studio. Yeah, 100%. And well, it would have been a good character growth thing where it's like he was always used to being by himself and doing this stuff, but now he had to learn to be part of a team and, understand that like he's not the best at everything like yeah. that's that's a compelling arc but they uh they, they did not they, they didn't they yeah they didn't quite realize it yeah. they got close they got they, close. they dropped the little nibbles they led you kind of mostly way there and then they just failed yeah. to execute right at the last bit which is just yeah. a little disappointing well that's that i think we've talked it out yep. they are just movies um uh, i have a one or two fan service things okay fan service So uh, last week we did Mission Impossible 4 Ghost Protocol, and uh, we seen it? 
What? No, actually. Gotcha. I watched a little bit of the they're just movies. Oh, okay. But, and honestly, I'm not super inspired to see it now. Fair but <laughs> we, but no, I we asked whether uh, the giant sandstorm that happens in oh, uh, Dubai yeah. is something that actually happens. And someone's like, I was, uh, Tariq Monther says, I was born and raised in the UAE and lived in Dubai for a few years. No, we've never had end of days level sandstorms <laughs> like it was portrayed in the movie. Uh, and there's nothing like that marketplace scene close to the Burj Khalifa. But they so they were pretty inaccurate. But hey, they're just movies. Nice, nice. Extra points. Yeah. Extra points at the end of that yeah. comment there. Yeah. Um, Johnny Popstar says, "Now we need to know what da- stuff David's been almost caught doing before." Tell us, David. Tell us for the lore of it. I don't remember for the, the context. Just add a new segment to the end. David's confessions, where each week you do a one-liner of something you almost got caught doing. I, I, I don't know what he's talking about either. Um, <laughs> I so, wish I knew. <laughs> Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's uh, yeah. That's all I had for that. I think. Okay. What about uh, now playing? I don't. Do, 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 do. Oh, what are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that's part where David gets to talk about what he's watching. Uh, okay. Orville's on Disney Plus. Go watch. We the already Orville. talked about Orville last uh, week. I started the bear. Oh, okay. It's good. I only watched the first episode because it was too stressful. And the bear is. It's a uh, show about a high end chef who kind of gets relegated to a sandwich restaurant. So it's like a in the kitchen, you know, in the gritty. Right. What what it's like. Um, it's very much if you ever worked in a kitchen, it'll give you flashbacks in the worst <laughs> and way. And maybe PTSD. Uh, yeah. But it's very good, and it does a great job building its characters with very little amount. Thankfully, the short episodes, because I honestly don't think I would have made it through the first episode if it was a forty-five. Yeah, thing. but uh, I didn't see the show, but I have seen a parody of the show, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think I want to watch the show because no. it seems pretty freaking intense. It's very stressful. But Although it, I hear it's good. Yeah, I'm very excited to watch more. I'll let you guys <clears throat> know about that. I was Other a uh, just... I was a busser at Olive Garden, so I have uh, a little bit of of experience there. Yeah, I wasn't like a line cook or something, but I saw how intense it was. Yeah, I did. I'm I've like, done I've done line cook for a couple summers. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, other than that, just continuing to mod consoles. I won five PS3s this week. I'm gonna fix them all. This isn't One? now playing. What? Oh, now like fixing. In, in bidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now fixing. Now fixing. <laughs> uh, what else? You don't have to say anything. I need to say. We so can much. end the episode. I think that's it. All right. I feel like random stuff. Luke, do you have anything? Oh, actually, no. What we do in the shadows. I'm rewatching that. Oh, that's okay, a great nice. show. But are you watching we'll anything super cool? I don't, I don't watch anything. Are you a Gen Z? <laughs> what is that? Because I'm they finding out that Gen Z people That's don't... That's just Ethan. No. Uh, Arthur said this too. What? The social media coordinator. He was like... Oh, man. Uh, he just watched TikTok? We were talking about a TV show, and he was like... Oh yeah, that was like that's like one show, but like I don't really watch TV shows, and I'm like, this is a thing. That's Gen weird. Z don't really. I mean, I'm I sure just, some of them do, yeah, of but course. I think on average, a lot of them don't watch TV shows. They I, just go on. They just do TikTok and YouTube and stuff. I he says he watches YouTube. Yeah. Either been actively doing some form of like sport or physical activity, or on the computer. Hey, that's so great. So if I if I watch a movie or a TV show, I am usually doing it while I'm on the computer. Most of the TV shows that I've watched throughout my life were because my computer was in the family room. Yeah. Um, so my oh, yeah. mom would watch whatever. So like one of the honestly, if you wanted to quiz me on TV shows, the one that I'll do the best on is Gilmore Girls. Uh, <laughs> All right. Because All right. my my mom watched Gilmore Girls. Not honestly, a horrible show. I actually kind of like Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Come at me, bro. I think there's but, redeeming qualities. Too. Yeah. I uh, but Whoa. I don't. Yeah. I don't really watch much. Um. The I have some other movies that I'm a, a really big fan of. I like movies a lot more than TV shows. Wait. This isn't movies that you're a big fan of. They're movies that you're watching right now. I'm not watching right now. I'm not watching anything. Okay, right well now. then stop talking. Okay. I'm t- 
Riley, anything good? No, I'm not watching anything no, you either. You got a kid, so you have no life. Well, I was watching Only Murders in the Building, but we're waiting for the next episode. I know, so. I finally caught up. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's good. I'm excited. Oh, Only man. two more episodes, three more episodes? I've literally not heard of a single thing that you guys have mentioned <laughs> that you're currently watching. Well, you know Steve know Martin and That's Martin fine. Short, right? Steve Martin, probably? Yeah, I know Steve Martin. So they, he made a show, and it's like a true crime sort of... It's a take on true crime podcast, but it's like from the perspective of like being inside of it. And it's okay. a comedy, but it's like about crime and it's, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it's surprise. Uh, like I was kind of scared that it would be, it looked mediocre and then I started watching it and I'm like, this is kind of mediocre and then it gets good. I know it's hard to talk about without spoilers. Maybe we should just get to the end and we can do a little mini. Yeah, discussion. we'll talk about the finale. Yeah. Okay, Luke, uh, if you ever watch a TV show, come back on the podcast and you can talk Inspiring. about it. I probably won't. But See you later. Hackers, but with the backwards two as the S. If you guys ever watch uh, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, I will. I will. You like that movie? <laughs> the okay. All right. what a do, you, strange... do you not like it? It's fine. It's just like it's I think it, it, the most exceptional thing about it is the how they had to replace Heath Ledger and they did all the different people. Like that's kind of neat, but I don't remember particularly <clears throat> feeling strongly about anything else. But I just found it fun to watch. Sure, fair enough. That's it. But it's a it's another one of those things where honestly. It was on a side monitor. Ah, yeah. so I don't know. I, I like if you asked me what the plot was, not a clue, dude. I saw a lot of colors. Yep, fair <laughs> yeah. 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 Fair. All right. And it. they have definitely put us on the side monitor by now if you're still listening. So thanks for listening and uh, come back next week. We're going to watch The Master with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and uh, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. And Amy Adams. By Paul Thomas Anderson. And uh, what else can you do? Tweet at us. TJM Pod. At TJM Pod. TJM Pod. Email us. Hello. <laughs> they're just movies. Hello at they're just movies.com. <laughs> um, and uh, don't forget that you're a special, special person and we love you very much. Goodbye. Bye. See you later.